Hey everybody, welcome to Game Goose. We're back with some goose in your game. Today is August 22nd. This is episode 9. Do you like that little uh, theme song happening? Oh yeah, we got a new theme song. Hey yo. Uh, got a, we got a credit. My brother-in-law, Matt Bissett, is the uh, composer, and it was engineered by my roommate, uh, Dennis Denbeck. So, uh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. thanks, guys. Yeah, I appreciate uh, it. And Dennis is doing it for a fifth of whiskey and a fried chicken, uh, some fried chicken from the place down the street. So. Nice. Nice, nice. That's a good price. Yeah. Uh, before we get started, uh, check us out Facebook, Twitter, subscribe, comment, tell your friends. Email us at gamegoosepodcast at gmail.com if you have any questions or comments or concerns. If concerned, if you're concerned if you're about concerned, something, please let us know. <laughs> we want to hear it. And we aren't, we probably should be. Yeah. 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 No, no kidding. And uh, if anybody can help you, it's us. <laughs> <laughs> and that helpful voice over there is Neil Brower. How you doing, Neil? I'm a little on edge today. A little on edge? On the train ride home, I saw something, and I didn't say anything. <laughs> well, that's not how the saying goes. If you see something, say something. There was just a bag hanging out on the floor right in front of my subway seat, and like ten of us. It was it was a rush hour train. We're all staring at it, and then everybody <laughs> looks looks up at looks up and makes eye contact and then we go down to the bag and then we're back up at the eyes <laughs> well I'm glad you're alright I'm glad that nothing happened with the bag and hopefully someone just lost it and maybe it'll be returned to them it was a nice bag I'm hoping they lost it what if it was full of money and you just let that chance slip by uh, on reddit the other day someone asked what ha- I like well it, let's say hypothetically I found a briefcase full of money under an overpass what should I do with it and everyone's like turn it in like there's no way you can use it without getting insanely busted for the most part (laughs) depends uh depends on where it came from (laughs) and that man who's wondering where the money came from is clinton brower how you doing clinton (laughs) i'm doing all right (laughs) if Uh, i find a bag full of money i'm keeping it yeah i'm gonna slowly disperse it throughout the world (laughs) unless it was made it was already marked for like attempting to bait a crime you know yeah but i didn't get a crime by finding money you yeah, have to true. double down on the crime. You take the case, you go to buy all the drugs you can buy, then you sell the drugs to someone else, and then boom, per- money refresh. Perfect money laundering. Laundering <laughs> yeah. money with more crime. <laughs> buy <a> drug deals. <laughs> also, but if they eventually came to you and they were like, where'd you get this money? You're like, I found it under a bridge. I don't think they'd believe you. <laughs> <laughs> if it comes to that, then like I had my fun. True. <laughs> true. Uh, well, um, we all know, speaking of finding money and crime and stuff, all three of us have been playing Grand Theft Auto Five like mad. Yeah, we played, what, probably 20 hours this last weekend all together? Oh, for we sure. We played too much, and I haven't laughed that hard in a long time. <laughs> we had a lot of fun. Um, if you're interested in watching some, I have a couple clips on uh, my Twitter, and I've retweeted it through the Game Goose Twitter if you want to see some of our funny moments, and I'll be adding more on there since I figured out how to steal from xbox and publish you, online the best can one you is, steal the can you steal the clip of the guy falling out of the helicopter yes i can I, yeah I, there's yes. two of, there's two of them that have me dying the one i didn't hear anything about it until neil sent me the video and i watched it later but <laughs> neil's shooting a guy out of a helicopter yep. and the guy falls out of the helicopter when he dies from neil shooting him yeah. and lands on neil and, and kills, kills him, him. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I'm gonna pull that one. I'm gonna put that one up soon. And then the other one was uh, you diving head first. Oh, I'm making a small. I'm gonna work on it this week. I'm gonna make a. I have uh, a lot of them in there, but my character has a really hard time with water, and so I'm making a little montage <laughs> of my character <laughs> in all his water mishaps. <laughs> Um, other than that, I've just been playing a little bit of Mario plus Rabbids also, so I just wanted to get mine out of the way. Yeah. Uh, Neil, what have you been playing? Anything else besides Grand Theft Auto? Slashy Night. Slashy Night? Guys, I got a mobile game. Oh, right. I was... I forgot why I got it, but... Uh, uh, anyways, it was recommended to me by the iTunes store, and it's pretty fun. Nice. Um, you're a you're a little night guy. Uh, you get started in a, a grid world, so everything's a square. And after you tap it once, he starts running, and you can't stop. You can only once you tap the screen, you'll either go to the right or the left. Um, like it's really more of like a diagonal. I mean, you only go two directions. That's what you need to know. Right. And if you're gonna hit something, if you're about to run into a wall, you tap it. You go the other way. Uh, the other cool thing about it is you get like. Uh, you can't, you level up, so to speak. So you have a number above your head that's like your attack power. And there's all these enemies in front of you. And you have to. You can only go through the ones that have your attack power or less. Um, I, I actually played this game. I like it. Yeah, I liked it too. I didn't uh, fully fully get into it. Are we having a little technical difficulty here? No, we're fine. <laughs> I keep going out on mine, but that just might be my headphones. Oh, that's probably your headphones. Okay, never mind. We're all good. We're all good. Yeah, I played that. I, uh, I enjoyed it. I didn't. It didn't really stick with me, um, but I did enjoy it for a couple minutes. Um, but other than that, uh, oh, I've been playing a lot of Rocket League. I really enjoy that. Um, yeah, it's pretty fun. I like it more than Lucio Ball, and I'm getting good at it. Yeah, maybe if I was a little better at Rocket League, I'd enjoy it. Uh, it's just so much less controlled than Lucio Ball and Overwatch. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I definitely like it. I would definitely like to play more of that. But every time we're playing online, we're doing heists and messing around. GTA now. So, yeah, yeah, it's it's really uh, it's really good. I uh, it's well, crazy yeah, what did we play? We played like eight hours on Thursday night. I want to say <laughs> like far too many on Thursday night. No, that was Wednesday. That we went to bed real late because on Thursday I was like, we got to go to bed. Okay. And then so Friday, yeah. Saturday, and Sunday, we all played again. Yeah. Friday night, we played, like, all night. And then yeah. Saturday, we all got up at, like, 10 and played from 10 until, like, 3 in the morning. Yeah, with everyone taking breaks and stuff. Yeah. And then we did Well, it again Dan on didn't play all Friday night because somewhere through it, he went, guys, I need to go dancing. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Which uh, is something I didn't know about my best friend, that he has dancing ambushes. A- ambushes? Yeah, that's not the word I wanted at Ambitions. all. He, get, nope. he, he gets a bug. Impulses. He gets a bug every once in a while. I feel like we've he had this conversation. Dance it out. I feel like we've had this conversation a lot, and you're always like, I didn't know you liked to dance. And I'm like, yep. Talk about this every time. <laughs> yep. Um, and then uh, let's head over to Clinton. I put you last because you just got your Xbox, and I see you got a yeah, long list of games. I've, yeah, I've been jumping around here and there uh mm-hmm. there's two that really like have caught me i mean obviously gta mm-hmm. being one and then i started playing rhyme the other day that's on my list i but i i hear it's good it's all right i've the puzzles are good the puzzles are fun they're a little simple mm-hmm. they're not like hurting my brain at all which another game on my list is definitely hurting my brain but the 
biggest thing that's been bothering me is this little bastard kid that you play as just never does what I think he's going to do. <laughs> is it a platformer? Yeah, it's like half platformer, half puzzle game. Okay. So there's like, you gotta climb over gaps and things right. and get through the level to get to the next puzzle piece or whatever. Uh, but yeah, it's like trying to play Assassin's Creed, the original one, where Altair just does whatever he wants. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be like walking up to a thing, and he'll just be like, "Nope, nope, jumping off here instead." Like, uh-huh. which because this is on Game Pass, right? Yeah, right, right. So I've just been falling off cliffs and having trouble with it and getting mad. But right. it's fun game. Uh, but yeah, like I said, the puzzles are a little bland compared to this other games, the mobile game that I've been playing called The Guides. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's a second one called The Guides Axiom. Uh, it's like ciphers different caesar ciphers uh binary codes mm-hmm. uh there's other things it's got so roman pu- numerals it's a total puzzle game yeah so it's, it's smart people puzzles yeah it's i don't i mean that's kind of <laughs> like it, no i mean it'd be anyone could do it it's like not. a it's like observation you have to like to figure out what you should do in the next one you have to know what you did in the last three combined kind of thing gotcha and it all kinds of builds on itself right. and gets more and more complex as you go. Well, it <coughs> sounds like algebra, and now I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's an interesting game, and it definitely builds on itself, and the pacing in it's pretty good. Uh, if you get bored or have a chance to, I would I'll check it grab out, see it if it's on iOS. Grab it and play it, because it it's been turning my brain around, but That's in good. a good way. That's good. And I've Turn also... Turn my brain around. Sorry. <laughs> I uh, also downloaded Fallout 4. Yeah, it's on Game Pass. I saw you playing that the other day. Yeah, I played have it last you night. you played Fallout 4 before? Yeah, I have. Okay. So I it transferred my save over. must be from Courtney's Xbox. Yes. Because I have 20-some hours in it already. Uh-huh. But I started a new character and everything. And Yeah, it's tough to keep going on. Yeah. And I've been enjoying myself. I die a lot more than I remember dying. I keep running that's, into, like... That's happening a, to me in my playthrough, too. Especially, well, I'm still at the beginning, but... There's a lot of things that I'm used to being able to do, and then I go to do them, like, oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> never mind. Same, same, because I remember, like, there's, like, the, the oh, geez, what are they called, the zombie things? Ghouls. Yeah. There's, ghouls. like, the glowing ghouls. Those are tough. I remember just, like, mowing through them in my last play, and this time I've run into one, and it was just, like, it sprinted at me, and I was dead. Are <laughs> either of you playing power armor or no? No. I, I am. Not yet. I mean, I'm collecting the power cores and stuff right. for it. But Neil, are you doing a lot of power armor now? I I'm trying to, but I'm realizing that fusion cores are really hard to find. That yeah, they can be. Yeah, I I didn't play with a lot of power armor because I didn't like how strong it made you. But I don't know. I kind of want to play with it next time. I like I like I get jealous. Not jealous, but like I get an urge to play when I look pe- at like screenshots of people having like different kinds of power armor, like all kinds of yeah. stuff. I'm like oh yeah, that was kind of cool. Yeah, I so- yeah exactly. We talked about this previously, but uh, you were saying, like, oh, yeah, you get power armor so early. Yeah. And this time I already am, I've played, like, six hours, and I have four power armor suits already. Right, yeah. Like, what? it's ridiculous how many of them you can just find. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. But, and I also played, moving on from Fallout, I also played, like, half an hour of Doom, and didn't, I didn't like was it. was not, yeah. <laughs> I love Doom. I don't know, I played I through the first two... It two chunks mm-hmm. i booted up the first radar and then mo- moved past that and i was just like all right this isn't for me I'm it, not. it definitely built for me but you definitely kind of know if you want to play it or not right away yeah 
I and it like. was I don't know it was just seemed like for what it was there was a lot of things that were just way too much. Do you oh, know it what gets I'm even like, crazier. Not Whoa. not even like like doom is about there on. being too much. No 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 I <laughs> yeah, don't mean yeah. like things going on on screen. I mean like all of the gun upgrades and oh, all yeah. this different stuff and I was just like I don't want to learn any of this and I just turned it off. See I don't even remember oh. thinking about gun upgrades. Oh yeah there's That's, like they only gave you like three options and then the upgrades were linear. Yeah yeah. Uh, yeah, they maybe get, they maybe get. I really was just. I think I was like half asleep, and I was just like, I do not. No, do I actually I've been watching my brother-in-law play it, and uh, while I was researching for this episode, and probably playing Slashy Night, and uh, he was like, I I really enjoy it for a little bit, and then all of a sudden I just can't play anymore, and I realized like, no, it's really a game that makes you be present. Yeah, because it's so fast. Yeah, you I can't was having just fun. Sit behind a wall and shoot. Yeah, yeah, I was having fun like jumping around and trying to find hidden like chunks like i found a room that was like old doom right so just yeah, like a room that's like in i think there's one of those in every level or something i know there's like it's <coughs> hidden a couple yeah, times yeah you but. end up you end up playing through like the first level of original doom if yeah. you find them all um see and then at some point i eventually just like found a gun that i liked and i mostly just stuck with that gun yeah so that it became less because I was just like, oh, the shotgun's the best, and I would just get it in everybody's face, you know. And yeah, um, I'm really excited for. Oh, that's I had just gotten the chainsaw is when I started. Oh yeah, the so chainsaw early. The chainsaw is cool, but it's also kind of like a pain in the butt to use. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, it's only there for you to get ammo when you need it. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I'm really excited for, for Doom Eternal. That one looks awesome. The new one that's coming yeah. out. Uh, I watched that gameplay trailer and I was like, whoo, I'm ready for some more Doom. <laughs> nice. Me too. Um, yeah, but it is definitely like I I do like how fast it is and how different it is from like other shooters. It kind of reminds me of like old Halo in a way, Have but you, like more intense. So I read a bunch of stuff about it back when it was first coming out, and one of the things they said in it was like they had to change how the enemy AI worked because originally they had them as really aggressive and they would come at you, mm-hmm. and they found that everyone that was playing it would just find cover and then shoot from behind the cover. Gotcha. So they change the AI so they will never move towards you. Oh. Like unless if you they're get a in point. their like thing, they won't move towards you until you get yeah. Until you're close to them. Yeah, because yeah. I know there's been some times where like a bunch of them come at me mm-hmm. that probably had to change the radius of where they attacked. That makes sense. I uh I kinda wanna play it again, but I don't I don't know if I'll have time before the or I, I mean, wanna play it on hard. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I have so much so many things that uh not yeah. quite sure if I'll have time to do that one. I have a million other things to do. Um, <laughs> all right, let's uh, head on to our next segment of Gaming History with Neil. Take it away, Neil. <laughs> okay. Uh, sorry, I, I knew you paused, and I was like, what can you possibly say? You already said Neil, and then you said Neil again. Okay. I didn't know um, sure what I was going to say, so I just <laughs> double-kneeled it. <laughs> Uh, okay, August 21st, 2007. 2K Games releases Bioshock numero uno uh, for the Xbox 360. Nice. You guys ever played Bioshock? Yes. I have played, attempted to play the first Bioshock a lot and haven't ever really gotten that far. I, it, But I never disliked it and I don't know why I quit every time. Yeah. 
I think the Big Daddy first Big Daddy is kind of hard, but I hear that after that it's not too bad. That's see, that's an interesting like thing. That game, I really enjoy that game, mm-hmm. and I'm normally not a linear shooter kind of person. Like Doom, it was it not has, doing anything for me, but it has a lot of other things in it that interest and me, a, and a really dark, fascinating story. Yeah, yeah. Um, that'll be on my I never, list. I'll play them all. I never beat one. I got to when it came out, beat it, loved it, and then Bioshock Infinite is probably one of the best games I've ever played. See, I've heard for the sake of time that I should skip two. That I should play one and then skip two unless I really want more of one. I, I think it's kind of like a it's a fable situation. Two is a more polished version of one, but one is really the better game. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I really enjoyed it, though. I like kind of the extra mechanics of it the kind of like rpg element kind of yeah yeah like it kind of reminds me of like fallout in elder scrolls away like that you have like the magic in one hand it's kind of it's interesting and it's also kind of like i think uh dishonor kind of built on that too where you're kind of like a magi punk kind of yeah dishonor reminds me of that it's pretty steampunky yeah Yeah, definitely Well then, uh, August twenty second, nineteen eighty seven, Nintendo releases the Legend of Zelda video game. Ooh, this is the what first is that one? Any, I don't think, any, I, don't think that one. I don't think we've ever even talked about Zelda on this podcast. <laughs> really? Oh, oh, sorry, I get it. It was a joke. Whoosh. It was a joke. Because I think we we decided we needed to stop talking about Zelda by episode three. <laughs> <laughs> and then we talked about it like eight more times. Yes, <laughs> I thought um, we were talking about this specific Zelda. Oh <laughs> no, no! Um, this is a game I was born with in my home. I was, uh, I like, I thought, was, <laughs> I always thought that we did not find that remarkable, that? Dan. Yeah. That was it. Sounded like an airplane. What'd you say, Neil? I apologize. I, we had a like I, very uh, loud airplane go by. <laughs> Oh, is that why you guys went quiet? Yeah. You're like, I got this. I was born with this in my home, and then no one said anything. (laughs) Oh, I didn't think that was interesting. (laughs) (laughs) No, we can take it from there, though, because it was, like, really loud on our end. I don't know. Sound like a prop prop plane. Yeah. Propeller plane. I can still hear it. Me, too. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's a good game. It's a good game. I uh, was born with Legend of Zelda in my house, and I always thought that my parents bought it for me. Turns out my dad got it in, like, 1986, like, before, or 87 before I was born. And uh, then uh, I remember playing the heck out of it and never knowing what I was doing. Yeah. I think that's most people's experience with it for the first time. especially at the beginning. Especially as children, yeah. I do like this other fact you have in here. It was the first... NES game with battery-powered save feature. I don't understand the technology enough to explain that to you. Well, it's got to have enough energy. Like those had to have enough like energy to stay on and like keep your game saved. And I actually learned about this uh, recently because somebody was trying to buy Pokemon Red like mm-hmm. online, and someone was like, "I wouldn't buy it from like so- that out of the package." And someone was like, "Why?" And they're like, "Because the the save battery is probably dead." Like you probably can't save it. Um, so I guess there's just a battery inside that runs car- mm, yep. for very little time, and eventually yeah, it's, it'll it's, run out. Yeah, it's a little button battery, a little tiny little battery, and, it yeah, it keeps the memory in the... I think it's in the RAM. Might be some other yeah. computer word. I do have a question. It's like, let's say you bought it in the package. 
would there be a chance that there's still battery or is it running like oh no it's always running yeah so even if you buy a brand new one you might not be able to play it yeah yeah if you bought like pokemon red in the package today like unopened you would probably be a dead battery in it. that's pretty crazy there's like disc traders and stuff they'll go in and they open the cartridges and they put new batteries in them Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's pretty cool. <coughs> you can do it yourself. It's not the easiest thing to do. Right. You have to have like a specialized screw right. driver, and here comes that plane again. Mm, <laughs> makes me want to play GTA Five. Let's get in some planes, boys. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, those batteries are replaceable. They're just hard to do. Gotcha. You have to have kind of specialized screwdriver and well, know what kind of battery it takes. Legend of Zelda, first one to ever use it. And your last, yeah. your last, uh, last one is interesting to me. This one's for you. I've yeah. never played it. I figured I figured you might have. Uh, on August 25th, 2005, The Incredible Hulk colon, Ultimate Destruction came out for PS2, Xbox, and GameCube. Yes, I did play this game. What about the Hulk's colon? What was that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I see. You said because you said colon. <laughs> Um, yeah, this game, uh, I did play this game. It is a lot of fun, and it actually has pretty good reviews. It's got an 83 from GameFAQs. IMDB rated it. I didn't know they did video games, but they gave it a 7.9 out of 10, which is basically an 8. I don't think that's weird. Or 79%, I guess. And then uh, it's got a 4.6 out of 5 on eBay. This, you know, this is weird when people add, like, really weird. Like, it's not quite an 8. It's a 7.9. Um, but, yeah, I, uh, I really enjoyed this game. And it's a lot of fun. It's was it just like a linear story game? I, uh, I kind truth. of picture like Rampage, but yeah. with the Hulk. I don't really remember playing the story. I do remember jumping around, smashing stuff. <laughs> so that's that's all you've like, ever wanted. Sounds like to the do. Hulk. Yeah. yeah, I think I rented it, so I don't think I had it for long. But I remember being like, "Yeah, this is awesome." Huh. So. Yeah, well. and people have uh, wanted them to make another one, but you know they haven't really done a lot with. Uh, Besides the Lego ones, Marvel hasn't made a ton of games. They had Ultimate Alliance and Capcom versus Marvel. What was the what was the one where you got to make superhero and then you played online? Was that oh, Marvel? Um, that was a DC yeah. one. Was where you made your own. Okay. But then Marvel had an online one that we played a little bit, but you picked your hero. Okay. And it, it just shut down recently. I can't remember the name of that. It uh, was not great. No, it wasn't great. Um, it was kind of like it was. It had a good like idea. It kind of felt like Diablo. Mm-hmm. In a way, it was like top down, and it was like a Diablo and MMOE, and it, it was interesting idea. Just never uh, pulled all the way through. All right, heading to the future of games. We're so close to September when stuff really starts kicking off. So not a ton right now, but coming out this week, August twenty third, Gone Home is coming to the Switch. It's a very popular indie game uh, that was on other consoles. Uh, August twenty eighth. Donut Country is coming. Is it Donut, Donut County? Or I think it's Country? Donut County. I may have uh, put a typo in, which I haven't I'd, seen anything about. I will go to any donut-based locale. <laughs> so this, yeah, this game caught my eye. <coughs> Excuse me, caught my eye a few weeks ago. So you know about it? Because I haven't looked up anything about it, but it's been on this list for a while. Uh, I mean, I know about it. I couldn't tell you like the ins and outs of it but in yeah, it, it is you play you play a hole mm-hmm. in the ground that moves around and you're all you're doing is trying to s- eat the world you know that's funny i'm actually playing a i played a mobile game for a small amount of time with courtney called um let's see if i still have it i might have gotten rid of it it's called yeah i got oh no i didn't hole.io 
and uh, you do the same thing, but like race people and stuff. Oh, so this nice. seems like it's it um kind of probably a better graphics, more in depth. Yeah, I'm looking at it. It's pretty cartoony and cool looking. Um, but it that is coming out for iPhone, PC, Mac, and PS4. Yeah, which is an interesting combination of stuff. Yeah, it is. Oh yeah, it's like <laughs> PS4 exclusive. But you can play it on your iPhone, right? Right, and also <laughs> computers. Yeah, uh, but uh, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, it reminds me of kind of that same idea of like Katamari. Oh right, right, like rolling stuff up. Yeah, here and small, like so. cartoony and right. Like, yeah, you keep getting bigger. And then also August twenty eighth, uh, the Far Cry five DLC. I believe it's the last one. Dead Living Zombies comes out. Why is there always zombie Xbox DLCs for things? Because people love zombies, including me. Yeah, Why man. Do people love zombies because they're. I love zombies. I, yeah, because you can. I think the fun thing about zombies is they're like humanoids, and they like can make a bunch of them, and they come at you, and they're really usually easy to kill. I like them. I don't know. It's, oh, it's so like horde mode kind of. Yeah. All right. I think that's like why Left 4 Dead is a lot of fun. And that's fair. Yeah, you just get to like shoot that. a bunch of things. Yeah, yeah. So, um, the other two DLCs for Far Cry Five, while I have not played them, um, haven't gotten great reviews. So we'll see how this one works Didn't out. Didn't Far Cry Five just come out? Uh, yeah, but uh, I mean they they had DLC. Two, yeah. Like planned for it when it came out because you could get the season pass and like you could look at the season pass and it would tell it told the names of the three that were coming out like right away. Yeah, but, but I mean, they did that with, like, Zelda with Breath of the Wild. True. But those were still, like, a year out. I think Far Cry 5 came out in... So um, these have been done, then, before the game was released. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, it came out March 27th, so it's been out for a while now. All right, that's fair, I guess. Um, Yeah, so... Six months. Yeah. I need to actually finish that game, and then uh, maybe I'll just get the zombie one if it, it, it does okay. But... Yeah, there is zombie DLC for, like, almost every game. Yep. It's dying down a little bit, the zombie craze, I think. All right, now let's. Uh, we're going to head to our news segment. Uh, this one is just for certain people, but I added it because it's for me. Uh, Halo Master Chief <laughs> Edition is coming to and Game by Pass. by certain people, I mean, I me. mean yes. me. Um, and, Neil, you never uh, pulled the trigger on Halo Master Chief Edition. No, and I'm glad we, I didn't. Because we heard whisperings that this was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so that's September 1st. It's coming. Uh, Halo, or Halo, you're Clinton. <laughs> you can call me Master Chief. <laughs> uh, Clinton, are you, do you have any interest in Halo? Uh, I played Halo 2 multiplayer a bunch yeah. when I was a wee lad. Yeah. In between bouts of Smash Bros. Melee. Right. But never played through the story mode in probably 1 and 2. Yeah. But never got into it enough. Never well, had the... Never had the uh, hardware to play it. Oh well, now if you're interested, it'll be f- well not free for you, but part of your Game Pass. Yeah, uh, no, I'll play it with you thing. guys. Um, and also coming, uh, assu- we're assuming on the same day, and maybe even before, they're gonna they're doing a massive update that's supposed to help push the game. That you know, the, when the game uh, launched, it had a lot of issues with the online, and um, they fixed it as much as they could, but it still wasn't great. And now. Uh, they're supposed to have a big update that's really supposed to fix matchmaking and uh, game types and things like that. So hopefully that that's, works this time. <laughs> that's one of those things where, like, I don't ever remember games having trouble with matchmaking and stuff. Back yeah. Back when, like, I was in high school playing 
yeah. Halo 2 and it's really interesting um, that that's happening with this especially yeah because like they this one comes with uh, Halo 1 Anniversary which they had already released mm-hmm. and then it came with Halo 2 Anniversary which is only on the Master Chief and then Halo 3 and Halo 4 and I played through the story when uh, it came out all four of them uh, really enjoyed them all again besides 4 it's my least favorite story and um, that was fine but like I could not get online but by the time I had finished all four of the things They'd it was some of it. it was doable yeah. and played some fun uh, fun matches but just got back into it again recently and sometimes it'll work and then sometimes it's like will not nope it's yeah. just like huh. oh this isn't happening and I have to restart it no yeah that's what I'm saying though like one of these like one of the things I've noticed recently is that so many games have trouble with mm-hmm. matchmaking and like all this Ugh, stuff GTA and then other is games garbage GTA. GTA is terrible yeah but other things are like super really good at it like yeah. Rocket League you can jump on you can get in you can be playing yeah yeah Overwatch. I'm not quite yeah Overwatch don't barely don't know, has yeah. issues and uh yeah, I'm not. I'm not quite sure. Um, the first game I can think of where I remember matchmaking being absolutely garbage was uh, Smash Bros. on the Wii. Oh yeah, I mean Nintendo's never been super good yeah, online. Yeah. I mean, I guess Splatoon's doing okay. Yeah, um, Mario Kart's usually alright. And Mario Kart, yep, Mario Kart's good. Uh, but yeah, the Wii online was <laughs> why you. Yeah, there was no reason I ever touched that. Yeah, um, yeah, that that is. I think that was Nintendo, like kind of dipping its toes, but didn't yeah. put a lot of resources into it. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not quite sure. That's not a anything I have any. But then you always hear about like DDoS attacks and stuff when games initially come out. And yeah, that happens to Overwatch quite often. Yeah, yeah, probably once know. a month. Interesting stuff. Yeah, it's happening less and less as they like up their security and. Yeah, and I'm service. surprised that Blizzard has trouble with that kind of stuff because they've had like the online game forever yeah that had more people in it than yeah and, on and usually when blizzard goes down like it all goes down yeah like it's not like oh we can't it's play overwatch it's down. like yeah everything is down yeah. so <coughs> i don't know hopefully they fix the max ma- matchmaking because like obviously like that is such a huge part of halo the yeah. fact that it didn't work turned off so many people yeah. i think bringing it to game pass and um you know hopefully having that fixed but they better have it fixed this time like, if they don't have it fixed, like, people are going to be, yeah. especially when you're giving it to all these people, and if it doesn't work, yeah. it's, it's yeah, just going to be Especially awful. something like Halo, where, like, it's one of your flagships. Right. And, like, the thing is, like, they put out Halo 5, and that matchmaking works fine. It's still 343 Industries. Is that the... Oh, what am I thinking of? Is this the one where it's, like, four-person squads? Um, There's the a four-person squad. Oh, in the stories? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. That's oh, I'm excited for that though. It's been a while since I've played through them. Um, I'll play through them. With I, you. Yeah, they're fun. Yeah, I, I definitely, I, I would be down to play through the all the stories together. Yeah, the story is really good up until like, yeah. the, the first three are really good. I think story wise, um, four gets a little weird, and I actually really like the story of five, even though kind of got a little shaky um, with not following Master Chief as much. But um, yeah, I think it's a great like space like opera thing. And uh, it's really good, and I also enjoy the fact that, like, Halo doesn't come out every year, you know? Yeah. Like, like, uh, like some games. Some games. Which is a great segue into... This one. IGN uh, has reported Ubisoft will not release a new Assassin's Creed in 2019. Good. Which means... Give some breathing room. Get in the bunker, the world is ending. (laughs) Um, no, that was 2012. That was 2012. That was part of the Assassin's Creed storyline. Uh, so <laughs> it's canon, Neil. 
Do you not? Do you not? Did you? Do you okay. Do you know the story of Assassin's Creed, like the modern day story of it? Uh, no. I fell off the boat after the Revolutionary War. Uh, Native one. Oh, so this was before that, or maybe it was that game, but uh, it came out. I think that one came out in 2012. Whatever one came out in 2012, it came out right before November 12th, when the world was gonna supposed to end. Whatever day that was. There was like all of the Mayan calendar stuff. They oh yeah, looped that into the Assassin's Creed modern day story uh, about how the world was going to end. So it was like part of the Assassin's Creed um, canon. I I have kind of fallen off of Assassin's Creed Assassin's Creed because uh, you know I played one. It sucked. <laughs> yeah, it's not. <laughs> I played one. Uh, I really liked one, and then I played two, and I was like, this is the same game. I really liked one, two, and Brotherhood. Um, and then I didn't play for a long time. Yeah, I but uh, Courtney is like super was super into them, and even now she's like I don't want to play another Assassin's Creed for a while. She didn't play um, Origins, the yeah. last one. What was the pirate one? Black, uh, Black Flag. Flag. That was my favorite one. That's her favorite one too. And I was like, it does look really cool. And then the first mission is like some stupid stalking one, and I was like, nope. <laughs> I I never I Gone. never touched the ground. I just sailed around and pirated, man. I mean, you got it right at the beginning in like a tutorial. You have to follow somebody, and I was like, I can't do this again. I didn't. Uh, yeah, I didn't enjoy Black Flag all that much. I hated the ship combat. Well, and that was the main that thing was, that people love. Yeah, the only they're making a whole it. game based off just the ship ship part, uh, yeah. part now. Yeah. Uh, was it called Skull and Bones? Crossbones, something like that. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. There's too many games coming out now. I can't keep them all. Yeah. No, I'm excited for the new Assassin's Creed. I haven't played one in a long time. I think the last one I played was uh, the. I think it. See, I can't (laughs) keep them straight. There's too many of them. Right. I was gonna say, can you not remember a title, or are you remembering too many titles? Yeah, too (laughs) many titles. I can't remember whichever. If Black Flag was the last one, or the Native American oh, in I'll, the Revolutionary War one. I think that was four. I think Black Flag is three. No, three is three. <laughs> uh, and right, then guys. four. Yeah, right, I think guys. Black Flag is after because Kenway is the kid's like grandfather in the Revolutionary War. Well, let's see here. We have <laughs> Yeah, this could uh yeah, I didn't play the one in Victorian England. That was where I stopped. Okay. We have Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed 2, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. Okay, 4, um, yeah, 4 is Black Flag. I apologize. 3 is Liberation. Oh no, 3 is just 3. You're yeah. right. And that takes place in the well, 1700, so that's got to be the Revolutionary right. War. There's 3. <laughs> It's, uh, yeah, there's so many, and it's tough. Um, yep, during the American I, Revolution, that's three. Yeah, that's okay. it. So, Black Flag was the last one I played. So, what's after that? Um, let's see. Unity, Syndicate. Rogue, Unity, Syndicate, Origins, Odyssey. Yep, Odyssey's okay. the one coming up. Actually, people really, uh, Odyssey's in Greek, in Greece, right? Yeah, that's I'm, the one that's coming yeah, up. I'm excited for this one. And it looks like a lot of the gameplay is changing. It looks like there's like options, there's two characters you can play as. Um, yeah, like I'm that. excited for it. I'm going to give it a try. I'm going to get it and see what it's all about. We'll see. see. I've also heard Origins. People really like Origins. Um, I know like Syndicate and Unity, I think people didn't really like very much. And then they took a year off from a main game. In 2016, a main game never came out. They yeah. just had like the uh, Chronicles. 
But they said there's not even going to be a Chronicle game or anything in 2019. No Assassin's Creed 2019. I think they've really taken a step back and like, hey, this isn't working. People are making fun of us. Yeah. We gotta... <laughs> I think you do gotta step back. And it's not... And then the thing is, like, it's a, it is a story-based game, right? Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. not Call of Duty where it's like, oh, I just need the new Call of Duty or the new Madden where it's Cause like... Because that's what everyone's playing. Right. Know? Just because, like, the up- graphics are going to be updated and, you know, yeah. everything's going to be a little better. People really, I think people expect a little more from Yeah, it. and well, and I think part of the problem is they have, like, what, two or three different studios making them? Yeah, they so, rotate. So when one studio would make something like Black Flag that would jump the series forward, right? then a game would come out a year later that doesn't have any of those leaps forward. Right, yeah, yeah. So they, like, really struggle, I think, with, like, you get a bunch of, like, new mechanics, and then the next game comes out, and those are all gone. But there's new yeah, there's mechanics no, in that one too. Yeah, yeah, there's, they don't really flow very well. There's no continuity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I'm not against them. Uh, maybe if this next one, if people are like, this is way different. Yeah, know, I'll check it out. But all right. Uh, speaking of things not happening anymore, uh, Amazon is ditching its Prime discount, which I'm super bummed about. Um, so if you were an Amazon Prime member. Uh, before, if you pre-ordered a game, you got twenty percent off the pre-order. This was from Twitch Prime or something, though, right? No, this is Amazon Prime. Well, you get Twitch Prime if you have Amazon Prime. Okay. See, so, I got an email from Twitch saying they were they're changing all this also stuff. changing something. Okay. Um, that, yeah. That's a crazy discount, though. Yeah, it was it was wild. I and uh, if you've you have a, still a certain time, I apologize. I should have looked this up before. Um, but you can you do have a certain time amount of time to try to do a couple of things before it discontinues, and if you've uh, already pre-ordered something, your discount applies. Because I did it for Mario, um, yeah, Super Mario Party, and for Smash Brothers. So get in there. But they are keeping some. You get a ten dollar um, if you pre-order a game. You'll get a ten dollar Amazon credit that you can use in the next thirty days. So they're still giving you something. <laughs> But that's just because, man, everybody's ditching these programs. Uh, Best Buy just ditched their Gamers Club, and that like goes through the end of the year if you're part of it. Um, and GameStop just ditched their special rewards did, program. Did and they I, realize that people don't need incentives to buy games? Um, I, I mean, I, you know, you're never gonna know what exactly the like the, the inside is, but I think that Prime was just such a good one. That people were probably it's that thing that Amazon does. They just <laughs> undercut everybody until they win, you know. Um, yep. And then once everybody else comes out, they're like, "Yeah, okay. <laughs> now we can do whatever we want." It's easy to do this when you have a non- monopoly. Yeah, no kidding. Um, so yeah, Damn it, it, Jeff. And at least they're giving you something. You get the ten dollars for pre-ordering with them, but they don't. That's nothing to them. I mean, twenty percent was a lot. There's no way that was going to last that long. Just that's that's a good amount. Yeah. You're getting a brand new game for twenty percent off. Like that's pretty wild. Ten uh, bucks is more than twenty percent of most games, though, isn't it? Uh, possibly. I don't know. I can't. remember. Uh, I guess I it'd be a fifty fifty dollar game. Twenty bu- or ten bucks would be fifty percent. Right. Right. Yeah. Twenty so, percent. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so if it's over twenty percent. Or over 50 bucks, the 20% is more. So. Yeah, but I mean, and then the thing is, you're going to get this what? $10. You have to use it in the next 30 days, and oh. you can't use it on the game that you're doing. Yeah. So it's not as great. You'd no. have to. Um, but, you know, uh, it just, it's just it's interesting to see what's happening with Amazon. And then even just digital games in general. Like, I didn't know anybody. People went to Best Buy for games just because of this gamer club thing for the most part. Yeah. 
and um, you can still be a member of GameStop's special thing, but games. have you been in the GameStop recently? I haven't been in the GameStop in probably eight years. <laughs> Whoa. I haven't bought anything from a GameStop in a very long time. I couldn't tell you how many years, but I think we got a gift card recently. We might have used it for that. That Yeah, we did. From We got a gift card, and that's the only time I've used it, but uh, it's mostly just toys now. Oh, really? Just like collector's items? Yeah, and it's Amigos Funko Pops and... and Funko Pops and plushies and t-shirts and like the whole inside of the st- like center of the store is collectibles and then there's just games on the walls. Okay. Uh, which before used to be, you know, the whole thing was games. Of games, yeah. They're going down. Uh, yeah, there's there's been talk about them trying to sell, but I don't know who will buy at this point. Um, yeah, I don't know. It would be like it'd be interesting to see. Yeah, uh, I think you know and I think the thing is like when I go to a used like when I want a used game, I would rather go to Disc Traders than GameStop. Yeah. Um, because, like, I just they they tend to just kind of move faster and they're, they're friendlier, like stuff like that. Like I don't. Uh, Disc yeah. Traders always just been better, a better to me. experience. And like every time and I that's go, a, to, that's a local business, right? Like, uh, is that, is that, I think there's like six of them around different yeah, different cities. The yeah. Yeah. Okay. They um, have like three different business names they go by. They're like Disc. Disc traders, disco, and trade them, trade them ups or something. I yeah, don't know. yeah. So trade, yeah. <laughs> trade them um, ups. But yeah, and then and then when I check out, I'm, they're not asking me fifteen million questions about do I want to pre-order the next yeah. game? Do I want? Do you want to join our gamers club? Yeah. Do you want to join the gamers club? Are you do sure you want to buy get- some some of this uh, fun dip? <laughs> 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 yeah, it's just uh, it just it became too much for me. Where it's like, all right, you know, I'm just gonna go <laughs> yeah. to the game to disc traders and. Just I don't even want the game. I'm just gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> I did forgot. I did get my SNES Classic from them because uh, just happened to pop in and grabbed it there. At GameStop. Yep. Huh. And they were. I thought uh, you got it at Target for some reason. I got my NES Classic at uh, Meyer. Okay. So just got lucky on both of those. All right. Uh, let's talk about this next one. Diablo Three is coming to Switch later this year. Ooh. Weird, so late, and also, I i mean... what That was like a 360 game, I feel like. <laughs> it was, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was. Game. Um, old game, and also, like, I mean, good on... I guess... Good for you, we players, but that just doesn't seem like the, the, Switch the community... Uh, yeah, Switch players. Doesn't <laughs> seem like the community for... Is asking for it, even? Uh, no, I, yeah. I, I disagree with that, because I think that um, people, on, people that get Switches... Uh, well, you know, usually, I think the trend is with gamers. You have an Xbox or you have a PS4 or your PC, and then you get a Switch for the Nintendo games. That's like where you're allowed to have dual loyalty, right? But I think the, <laughs> the thing is, like, so many games are coming to the Switch that are old, and they're kind of like it's kind of crazy how much is just being ported over to this. Yeah. And I think uh, two things about it: it's like I think now. They Nintendo's found a way to make you buy a game again because you're like, oh, the, you, we can take this anywhere. Like, if you like Diablo and you've played it before, you're like, well, now I have a trip. Maybe I'll revisit Diablo on my trip where I would never revisit Diablo when I'm staying in my house because I have the new Xbox game or whatever. Yeah. So I think that's number one uh, why I think it's going to sell. And number two, just I'm excited that Blizzard is doing some Nintendo stuff. Is Diablo even the best? The best is Diablo even the best Diablo game out there anymore? Um, that's best kind. 
I think so. I mean, there's not a lot that competes with it. Isn't there like Pillars of Eternity? Isn't that kind of a similar deal? I believe so. I and there's also like Torchlight. There's a new Torchlight game coming out. Just, oh, Torchlight. I played a bunch of that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Tr- no, yeah, Torchlight. Was that Neil? Uh, I'm excited for Torchlight too. Yeah, yeah, the newest Torchlight. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's uh, it's coming. This is from Kotaku, their write up. Um, it's coming to Switch. It's got all the DLC. Um, it'll be $60. Uh, but with all the DLC, and this is the first Blizzard game on a Nintendo platform in 15 years. So that oh. that gives me hope, wow. like for the future, you know, of Blizzard games on Ghost the Switch. Ghost's gonna come out on Switch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they, you know, they even talked about uh, there's talk of maybe Overwatch coming to Switch and Ooh, things like that. I don't um, see that. Maybe I mean, though. Paladins is doing well on the Switch, which is just kind of a like the same it's kind of thing. That one's like a MOBA though, isn't it? Yeah, um, it's a little more MOBA. Yeah, but I mean, the other thing is like, Nintendo can't. Maybe they're trying to make a push into being like, you can buy our system, and we will have like they haven't had any third party games like this. They must have made it really easy to port games to. Yeah, they must have like done something that they have not done in the past. The hell? <laughs> 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 we both just jumped so. <laughs> <laughs> I thought like a train was coming through the window. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my battle.net decided to pop open. Dude, as we're talking about Blizzard. <laughs> yeah, I was like, hey, what's up? You want to play Hearthstone? <laughs> <laughs> you try to play some Diablo on your Switch? <laughs> you can pre-order right here. <laughs> yeah, I apologize for that loud noise of that happened. Maybe we can go back and... I thought it was a train coming through the window. <laughs> <laughs> it did. Boom! <laughs> uh... <laughs> Well, uh, hopefully they didn't hurt anybody's, uh, you know, they didn't hurt my ego. ego. Uh, But yeah, I mean, uh, oh, and there's also uh, giving a special armor set because that's the other thing Nintendo does is when they get these games. Here's Mario in Diablo. Uh, Well, they're going to give you an armor set that looks like Ganondorf. So, or you can get one. I don't know if you'll get it. If you'll, yeah, it looks like you can find it. So, I mean, that's the thing they do. But like, man, uh, the Wii did, the Wii sold really really well, but mm-hmm. just because families love to play Wii Sports, basically. <laughs> like, yeah. My mom bought a Wii for that's how I got my Wii. My mom bought it because she wanted to play Wii Sports because she played it at her friend's house. Nice. And yeah, then, I got my. I know I bought my Wii, but then mm-hmm. my mom bought a bunch of peripherals for it. We had the Wii Fit board. Right. We had. How often did that Fit board get used? Actually, probably like more. Then, like, my GameCube ever got used. <laughs> like, really? Yeah. My mom would do that thing. She did it for probably, like, three years straight. Every day she would get on it and do this stuff. Huh. Well, uh, yeah. So, and then, obviously, the Wii U was basically a flop and had barely anything on it. In first or third party. Yeah. And uh, so now I think they're really trying and they're turning around and trying to get games that people maybe have missed and they're trying to bring them back and yeah i don't know it's interesting i mean i'm not gonna buy it i didn't buy skyrim i'm not gonna buy skyrim yeah like there's all these like games that are like ancient in terms of games yeah yeah and if maybe if i traveled more i would i would do that um but even if i did travel more there's still a bunch of games on that that i haven't played yeah (laughs) you know that i would yeah get into um but yeah so that's that's but I, I do like that this shows a relationship between Nintendo and Blizzard going forward, yeah. at least. 
No, yeah, that's yeah. Interesting. What was the last one that was on there? Does it say? Um, it does. I apologize. I just closed out of it. Let me open. Didn't it. they have a? Didn't StarCraft come out on one of them? You might be. I don't know. I know Diablo. I played Diablo on like a PlayStation, so. I don't see. Um, okay, uh, it had Game Boy Advance. Uh, it was a it was a Blizzard's classic arcade. Oh. <laughs> so it had Lost Vikings, Rock and Roll Racing, Blackthorn. Uh, so there were there were classic Super NES games that came to Game Boy Advance. So that was the last thing they did. They haven't put anything out on a Nintendo thing, but I mean, I don't know anything about Blizzard. We should do another one of these. Like we're doing today. Yeah. Blizzard. They don't even know what we're doing yet. <laughs> Leakage. I don't know. That's not even what it is. No, <laughs> I guess it's that's a foreshadowing. Weird Leakage. Leakage. Ugh. I don't like it. Leakage. Uh, here's more foreshadowing. Court blocks maker of a GTA online cheating program from selling them. So uh, basically, this guy was making a program that... Um, was make, being people could use it and make like infinite money in the game. Oh, yep. Uh, I'm trying to find it right here. Um, yep, it allowed players to bank endless money in Grand Theft Auto V's online mode. Um, so we could use some of that. <laughs> yep. Uh, so a federal judge uh, for the U.S. District Court said you cannot do it, and they uh, and then uh, Take Two, um, who is. With the Rockstar, owner, yeah. owner of Rockstars, uh, they're seeking to recover a minimum of five hundred thousand dollars in damages, um, which makes sense. If you know that's like an online game, it's like an online currency that people work to that you can earn pay real money to or buy. You, yeah, or you yeah. can pay real money to buy. And if you're just cheating, uh, so you know it's just we've talked about a lot about cheaters on this this, yeah. uh, this thing and people making programs and getting caught for cheating and, it's, a, uh, it's an interesting i think it has interesting implications beyond just like cheating right because like we talk about before if someone was cheating in a game like it was kind of up to the community to point them out and say like you're a cheater and kind of shame them out but now when you have um the government and and courts getting involved and it's getting taken a little more seriously i think yeah but i think even beyond just like the realm of cheating the idea of like you can't make a program that mm-hmm. will affect other people's usage of this other program right it's interesting an interesting uh precedent to be right because you can mod games if they're single player mm-hmm. and you know things like that but you know yeah. can't you can't and you're t- especially when you're taking money from the company. Of yeah. course, they're gonna get no. Upset. And I th- I, and this is some. This is completely tangentially related, but it's something I was thinking about. Like with the Teslas, mm-hmm. they have programs running in them. Obviously, right. Uh, most, if not all, Teslas, I think, are identical. I'm mm-hmm. not positive on this, so don't quote me on it. But like the battery size and like the launch speed, like how fast they can accelerate, right. Is, limited via program gotcha and you have to pay more money to unlock those features or whatever so like your tesla battery is the same size no matter what model you buy what version of your model you buy right but limited via programming interesting yeah 
And so I was wondering, I was thinking about this, like, what if you buy the cheaper Tesla and then you go Not in it. and recode the car so that you unlock all of those features? Is that, would that be legal? Because you're taking I'm money I'm sure from when you buy the car, you probably have some kind of contract. But, yeah. like, what if you buy it second Well, they're hand? saying here that uh, he made an argument, whatever that may be, and that it was <coughs> ruled, uh, it was ruled invalid. Because, you know, when you start playing a game, you, you skip the, through all the user agreements. Yeah. And it was pretty clearly stated that he could not do that. Yeah. Mr. Mr. David Zipperer. Zipperer. David Zipperer. It's a weird name. It's like, spell zipper and then put an extra er on it. Yes. <laughs> Zipperer. Um, but yeah, but what if you buy your Tesla secondhand and then you don't didn't sign any of those things and you mod it that way? Yeah. I, a lot of times, like... There's and a then whole, is it? So, are you so far removed from Tesla that it doesn't matter? Uh, I don't think so. There's a whole documentary uh, you should check out. I can't. I'll have to remember. I'll have to look it up. It's about gas, like mm-hmm. gas companies, and basically by owning a car, like there's like it's illegal to like mod certain cars, so they use different kinds of fuels, and like just owning the car, I could like, see that legally. kind of like as far so as like, emissions is the things. same as. Yeah, but it's basically to stop people from not buying <laughs> gasoline. Um, but I'm sure I don't it's know because I had my car. My car ran on vegetable oil. For yeah, that's true. You can do that kind of stuff. Yeah, it probably depends on the brand too. Yeah, I but know. I don't know more stuff. If anyone wants about. to buy a car that runs on vegetable oil, hit me up. You still got it? Does I'm it smell like it. French fries? Uh, probably not. It probably smells like. If it smells like car? French fries, it's because Clinton <laughs> had French fries yeah. in it. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, we are going to take a break, and we will be back with our main segment. Hey everybody, welcome back to Game Goose. <laughs> How'd you like that uh, little musical interlude there? Oh, musical interlude. You guys uh, haven't heard it yet. It's more of a sound effect, but yeah, let's call it music. <laughs> <laughs> so um, that was our attempt at acting like we played it actually here live. Right, right. There we go. Because <laughs> we did not hear it. We did not play it. <laughs> Full disclosure, we don't try to pull one over on you like those other podcasts i mean we did the same thing at the beginning yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's coming out now the truth comes out we can hold on to it for less than an hour our main topic today uh due to the fact that we've been playing grand theft auto time and like over and over and over and uh that red dead redemption 2 is coming to our hands soon today we are going to talk about rockstar games and their histories their controversies little primer on rock this is a and this is kind of a a new idea of ours um admittedly we could have i could have done three or four more days of research uh i mean (laughs) there's a lot out there and we might so we might come back for a rockstar part two i think we're definitely going to do some other uh developers so hit Mm -hmm. us up if there's someone you want to hear yeah. Um, like I'm sure Blizzard and Bethesda have great histories. Nintendo has like seven books on it. Yeah, that's gonna be um, one we have to do dual parts on. Yeah. Nintendo. But anyways, this is uh, yeah, we're, we're we're trying this, and I think it's gonna be fun. And let us know if you enjoy it. Yeah. Um, I think this is a good idea because uh, I I like you know us talking about things other than just what's happening currently. Yeah. Um, and I mean, we are kind of talking about Red Dead coming soon, but I like the gaming history and stuff like that. Yeah. So this is all really interesting to me. A lot of the stuff um, that uh, we talk about was brought to us by a video that we watched. Um, 
called All Your History Are Belong to Us, The History of Rockstar Games. Was it? Is it a machinima? Yes. Okay. It machinima it's a machinima. One. Yep. It was just someone uh, edited it all together. So yeah. it was because it was like a series. And yeah. uh, really interesting stuff. If you want to like learn more, if we miss some things, we're you know we're gonna casually talk about it here. So, but if you want to, ch- I would highly recommend that video. Yeah, if yeah, if you if you find anything we talk about interesting, there's probably a source out there that you can read more about it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, um, so, so Neil, you found you found their mission statement. Yeah, I, you know, I don't know if it was their mission statement, so to speak, but it's the closest sounding thing on their corporate page. Um, on their website uh, but I think it's not far from the truth uh, it's definitely watered down from what I'd expect Rockstar Games to say but uh, mm-hmm. Rockstar Games uh, label was founded in 1998 to create the most innovative innovative and progressive interactive entertainment Sounds like they, a- they left out like gory sexual <laughs> uh, uh, you know uh, that does that sounds like a good good mission statement um, I would like to point out that if you go to their website, there's earlier I went uh, to look at something. They have a little uh, changing tagline underneath. Uh, right now, when I just went to it, I re- just realized it changes. It says "Fighting Justice Since 1998." <laughs> Fighting justice. Yes. Oh, here's Not, another one. Uh, hey. Wronging, wronging rights since 1998. <laughs> I see what they're doing there. They're leaning in. Sometimes you gotta lean in. Um, and then what was the first one that came up that I, that I thought was really funny and it's not coming up now. It keeps just coming up with the same one. Um, they said like s- fighting and stealing things for no particular reason or something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's a little fun uh, feature on their website. So uh, check that out. <laughs> <laughs> As he's sitting here hitting refresh, refresh. over and over. <laughs> you, guys, you, guys, you guys talk. I'm going <laughs> to... As you may... As you may have noticed, Dan did not do the hard-hitting research on this episode. <laughs> I watched. I watched the video. Uh, I lived the life. I know a lot of a lot of stuff. So, uh, Rockstar Games really—they've—they've uh, they've always been known for what's the word? Uh, you, progressive is a nice way to put it, but. Uh, <laughs> Uh, what's the word for risky on edge? Uh, Envelope pushing, toe yeah. the line. Yeah. yeah, they were always a step further than uh, with their content. People were always like they were a step over the line, um, and then gradually, <coughs> as we've seen with I think the release of like every GTA game, right? Everyone's blah 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 blah, and then give it a year, and all of a sudden, bam, that's fine. It's normal. The next one does it, and and all the way to GTA Five. Yeah. But uh, so before there was Rockstar Games, um, games were marketed largely largely for children, um, because that's who I mean that's that was the market. We, kids make parents buy toys, and video games were for two people, kids and nerds. Um, the problem with that was that adult nerds were playing the kid games, you know, right. with the uh, with the exception of like your Zeldas and stuff like that, which are kind of age appropriate or, or age uh, for all ages. Yeah, because um, the difficulty level was a little higher up. Yeah, but there was nothing content. There was no content marketed specifically to adults, and young adults. Um, that started to change when uh, like Doom and Mortal Kombat got started. 
Then we started seeing gore and adult themes and stuff like that, uh, which, of course, people rabble, rabble, rabbled about until a year later, every, everybody goes, okay, no, we're just fine. This is us now. <laughs> this is what we do now. Yep. Yeah, and but those those games, like while they were still more adult, like kids still wanted them and kids still played them. Absolutely, yeah. but it they weren't saying, parents go go buy your middle schooler Doom, you know? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So now let me take you to in the early eighties. Uh, we're we're in London with brothers Sam and Dan Hauser. Uh, they were. They had always wanted to be rock stars. I mean, I'd imagine Britain has exported so many f- fantastic musicians. I, I don't know how everyone doesn't want to be a rock star there. Uh, <laughs> but this was around, I mean, they were born in the mid 70s. Uh, and as soon as hip hop hit the scene, and I mean like early hip hop, like first NWA album, stuff like that, they fell for it. They loved it. They loved the lifestyle, they loved the music. Um, so that inspired them to hop on over to Oxford University, which always sounds really fancy to me. Is that, I don't know anything about it. Is that like English Ivy League? Do you guys know anything about Oxford? It's got to be hard to get into. I don't know anything about Oxford. I didn't know that we were going to bring up Oxford. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, they went to Oxford University, which in my mind is like... Marble pillars and just like academia to the tenth degree, it's probably not even half of that. Um, but I, I've, it, it has a weight to it. Anyways, they go to Oxford for uh, I believe music business, um, and they both end up out of graduate when they graduate at uh, BMG Publishing, which is a huge English music publishing company. Like, I don't want to say it's happy birthday. But, like, the songs you've been singing your entire life, and you're like, oh, no one owns them. They're just, like, standards. BMG owns them. Gotcha. Like, I live above a funeral home, and I can't tell you why, but on the on the window that I... On our front door on the window, there's a BMG uh, music licensing sticker. Because they probably own all, like, the hymns and stuff. A bunch of, like, old-timey, yeah, organ music yep. and stuff. Exactly. Interesting. So these guys are big, and they're big enough to uh, buy BMG Interactive, which is a software, and uh, I think it's founded in the early '90s, late '80s. It's a it's a video game and like computer software pro, uh, company that's not doing very well. Yeah. Uh, speaking of not doing very well. Brothers Sam and Dan are at BMG Music Publishing and really not liking what their day-to-day music, jobs. Yeah, what the, what the music industry actually looks like once you're in the biz, it's especially boring. when you're not actually a rock star. <laughs> yes. Yeah, they're not rock stars, and it's not like this was Death Row Records, you know. Right. I'm sure that was pretty fun and scary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but no. they're just hanging out, and they're just they're. They're not even. They're not even really making music, aren't they? Just working there. Yeah, they're the paper pushers working their way up the, the corporate right. ladder. Um, really, really falling, falling out of love with it. Uh, until one day, uh, Sam and his father go out to lunch with the owner of BMG Music, 
and he floats them this BMG interactive thing. And Sam goes, oh, well, I actually have some ideas. And wouldn't you know it, uh, he liked all the pitches, and Sam started working at BMG Interactive. Um, he got, from what I can tell, he got his brother a part-time job there, and all he did was test CD-ROMs. So, <laughs> put one in, yes or no, no. I, like, that can't be a step up from what he was doing at the other place. Right. Uh, but yeah, that takes us to Race and Chase. Race and Chase. Yeah, um, this, this was pretty interesting. I really enjoyed this part because uh, uh, I do remember this one pretty well, actually. You played Race and Chase? Well, it wasn't ra- I couldn't play Race and Chase because it eventually nah, became Grand okay. Theft Auto, but I did play the original yes. Grand Theft Auto, and I remember being like, ooh, I don't think I'm supposed to be doing this. <laughs> <laughs> so Sam and Dan take a meeting with uh, DMA, DMA Design based out of Scotland. And DMA comes with this game called Race and Chase, which is what Dan just said it, uh, which will eventually become GTA 1. Uh, you know, top down, drive around. You, 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 I mean, you steal, you steal the cars, you kill the cops, you kill the people. Mm-hmm. There's but no, it's yeah. basically the arcade version of that. There's right. no story. Yeah, um, it was very open world. Uh, which is like one of the first games that was. It's a pretty small world, but yeah, you can right. go anywhere, do, do anything, whatever you want. Yeah. 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 And there's no, like, yeah, mm-hmm. working story or kind of. Right. There was just small missions. missions. Yeah. yeah. It was one of the first times gamers were afforded this type of freedom, which was, I mean, which was groundbreaking, one, and two, incredibly hard to code because no one had ever done it. And when you can do anything you want at any given moment, there's a shit ton of ways to break the game. <laughs> right, yeah, because you're not just moving from left to right or from, like, screen to screen like Zelda. Yeah, and and to take you through, I, I didn't look into DMA design all that much, but they did make the Lemming series, right. which I loved. Right, but it was, it was still for kids, but they were, like, moving on, like, to make it a little, like, you know, they were trying to make an adult game. But Lemmings did... I do remember playing those games, too. They were a little darker. Yeah, because there are so many different ways your Lemmings could die. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and and you, if you just want to... If you're just messing around, you could find creative ways for these people to... For the Lemmings to die. Right. Uh, so that actually did... Um, that little fact attracted BMG to them. Dan and... Uh, uh, Damon, Dan and Sam... I don't know why those names are so similar to me. They're not close at all, but they're hard to say quickly together. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, any, they liked the pitch. They liked what they were working on with Race and Chase. Uh, they go, they greenlit it. They gave them, they gave DMA the funding to make the game, and with the open world that we just talked about and all the all the uh, coding errors and issues they ran up to, uh, it, it end up it end up taking how much? Uh, oh, thirty months. So, thirty months. So over two years. Yeah, yeah a little over two, two years. years. Six months. And, and here's one years. thing. And it comes out as <laughs> GTA Grand Theft Auto. No one, yep. just Grand Theft Auto. And I didn't know this because I've never played it. But you could, when you loaded up the game, you could pick every city that would later become. The focal point of a Grand Theft Auto game. Yep. Liberty so, City, Vice City, San Andreas. Yes, I uh, I remember playing this with my cousin at his place, and uh, what well, we were 
we were into two things that were very different. Um, we were into building blanket forts, which is what kids always do. That's so also, cute. We also liked playing video games. So we would build a blanket fort that included the TV <laughs> and games, and we would just sit in it and play Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> we are... Uh, that is just so creative, Dan. I bet. <laughs> it was the peak. It was the peak of the... And uh, if, when you were playing, you had to, like, we would pretend it was a car, and you had to sit in the driver's seat if you were playing. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's how I remember that I played the first Grand Theft Auto. I've played... Adorable. Yeah, I've played it. I play. I owned Grand Theft Auto and Grand Theft Auto 2. And there was some other... And I don't know if it was an add-on or something, but another Grand Theft Auto game that was top-down. <coughs> and I had all three of them and played all three of them. Yeah. It um, wasn't Grand Theft Auto London, was it? It might have been, actually, yeah. I um, think that's the only other one. Also, I do believe, if it's still here, um, that you can download I got it as like a box set it was in like a hard plastic CD case kind of thing mm-hmm. and I remember playing a shit ton of it uh, they used to oh maybe they don't have it anymore I apologize for a while they were allowing you to download the original Grand Theft Auto on Rockstar when did Grand huh. Theft Auto 3 come out 2001 all right let's let's continue on then yeah, in yeah. our journey all right so, uh, Grand Theft Auto, it comes out, and you know, remarkably, I think video games were just so new at this point, um, but I couldn't find any backlash, couldn't find any controversy. Yeah, I was, Maybe uh, it just wasn't realistic enough yet. Yeah, I was wondering about that, because later on we'll talk a lot about the, the controversy and getting ta- uh, caught up in court over Grand Theft Auto, but yeah, there wasn't a lot, but I think... Um, it may have been because Mortal Kombat kind of took that. Well, it um, only it only moved like two million units or something, right? Yeah, so it wasn't like crazy popular. And yeah, uh, I mean, even even having played it, I don't remember anything of it being like too obnoxiously gory or anything. Right, like the little people died. Yeah, because Mortal Kombat came out in 1992. So I don't think it was much worse than that. Yeah. And this I mean, is 97, so you're five years later. Little f- orange fireballs and mm-hmm. people that look like ants turning red. Like. Yeah, it, yeah. I just think it probably didn't wasn't realistic enough. And there were no hookers or anything like that yet. Yeah. We didn't, know, we didn't know to fear it yet. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Well, what's his name? Hadn't heard of it. We'll get into him, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So after Clinton mentioned this, mentioned this, uh, the uh, it was an average sale, a little better. It, uh, the GTA sold two million units, which was, which was right on par slash a little better than uh, BMA Interactive was willing to do. Right. Because um, the like they hadn't been doing very well anyway, but it was okay. No. Yeah, no, they bought a floundering country, uh, country, uh, company, <laughs> and it. And Rockstar it might be able to buy a country now, but. <laughs> oh, I bet they could, and what a country it would be! <laughs> oh God. <laughs> um, so, after all this rigmarole, I mean, it was an expensive game. They did break even on it, and the folks at B, uh, BMG were like, "Great, we're done," and the brothers were like, "Wait, what?" Uh, so BMG was looking for a place, uh, looking for a buyer, 
they're Looking trying to offload to, it. Yeah. Yeah. They just didn't want to, this game took longer than they thought. It didn't do as well as they wanted it to, or at least it wasn't like a smash hit. So like, yeah, let's just be music. So, um, meanwhile in New York city, uh, that was bad accent. Neil, you live here. Get it right. Um, <laughs> There's Some things you York, just can't learn. Right. There, there's a New York startup um, called Take Two Interactive, which would later, uh, which would later have 2K games under its umbrella. So NBA yeah. 2K, Civilization, Bioshock games, Borderlands games, and a plethora of others. Right. A well-known, a well-known company nowadays. So they meet up with uh, these these Hauser brothers and two other guys that came from a different division of BMG, Jamie King and Terry Donovan. Um, and they're, they're all kind of in the same boat. Uh, they want up until now, video games are two things. They are sci-fi or they are fantasy. Um, and these guys, these guys are rock stars, man. They were, they cut their teeth on, you know, punk music and, and the birth of rap, and they're all about realism, but at the same time, keeping it an escapist hobby. Right. So these guys are really the first ones to bring our real-life stories into games. You know, there's no space marines, there's no super-powered fighters, there's no hero of time. This is just shitty people doing shitty things to each other. <laughs> right. Um, and I like that they called it Rockstar Games because they wanted to be rock stars. They never yeah, let man. it go. <laughs> that, that was fun. Uh, so just like we always uh, wanted to be geese. Yeah. <laughs> Duh. Duh. Uh, so Take Two Inter- uh, Interactive strikes up a deal with BMG, and BMG moves all of their interactive assets over to Take Two. For I think it was it was a sum of money and some stocks. It was a trade both ways. Everybody's happy. Good. Uh, and then in December of 1998, uh, uh, under the umbrella of Take Two Interactive, the Hauser brothers and those other two fellas form make the actual company Rockstar Games as their as their. Uh, Publishers, high-end publishing label. 1998. So, so under the parentage of uh, Take Two now, right? Yep. So Take and Take Two still owns Rockstar. Yeah, they're still the parent company of mm-hmm. Rockstar. Of Rockstar. Well, yeah. Um, yeah, and like you said, uh, it but they like they're saying it, like ki- uh, games are for nerds and kids, and they wanted to pull in people who had like never played games before, kind of. Um, Definitely. Yep, and I don't know if we hit this, but then right after that, they just made Grand Theft Auto 2, but it was just Grand Theft Auto 1 with a little more stuff. <laughs> yeah, it just looked a little more polished, and yeah. uh, it sold 2 million copies again. So, that, again, not, not I great. Remember playing, I remember playing 2 I remember also. them being fairly different, though. I mean, uh, at least as two far as... 2 added, like, gangs and stuff. Oh, okay, I remember, like, right. The There's, like, a Z car. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. There were more colors. You could start gang wars, and there were more curved edges instead of pixelated corners. <laughs> Perfect. Yep. Yep. Just That's kind of the the direction that games always go, isn't it? More curved edges. Yeah. Less. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty soon, games are all going to be spheres. 
Um, but then came their big break. So they move on to GTA 3, which is the first 3D version of this. Right, because they worked with um, other developers to create uh, a plethora of other games outside of Grand Theft Auto um, before they hit this. Because, you know, we're talking... Grand. They've only made Grand Theft Auto, Grand Theft Auto London 1969, Grand Theft Auto London 1961, and Grand Theft Auto 2, uh, which are all... Those are their first games, and they're all top-down. Um, then they start working with other publishers, and other publishers have made, like, Earthworm Jim 3D. Um, they make Midnight Club. They make Smuggler's Run. Midnight Club and Smuggler's Run are Rockstar games, though. Right, right, but they're... Um, I think this they is They outsourced all, it. Yeah, I think this is... I don't know if it was developed. Let me check real quick. Um, but, Clinton, you remember... Uh, 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 I almost said Moonlighters. Uh, it's not Moonlighters. Smuggler's Run. Uh, Smuggler's Run. Moonshiners. Yes, I, Moonshiners. I do remember Smuggler's Run. I remember really, really enjoying that game. My brother and I would play it and would have hours of fun playing it. So, um, yeah. So, they, in, de- in addition to developing games, they move on to just publishing games. Yeah, well, um, that's what they were part of Take Two to be the high end publisher, right? right yep, and uh, both Midnight Club and Smuggler's Runs were not developed by them. Okay, they were just published by them. Okay, so but they're working with still under that umbrella of Rockstar we want. Games. No, no, no. Under I'm saying under the umbrella of like the the idea of Rockstar Games, where we want games to be more than just space operas Correct. and magic fairies, right? And uh, so they work with. Um, Looks like Angel Studios is uh, made both Smuggler Run and. But Angel Studios is Rockstar San Diego now. Okay, so yeah, it must have become that okay. changed. Um, and Rebellion Developments, because uh, they've bought a bunch of. Oh yeah, developers. and then they change them. Yeah, there's like a whole. If you want to look at what um, Rockstar Games owns, uh, you can go to Take Two Interactive Wikipedia and Rockstar Games. They have Rockstar India, Rockstar Leeds, Lincoln, London, New England, North San, uh, San Diego, and Toronto. Well, and a lot Lord. of them were past yeah. de- things. We're just like recently, they- if you follow gaming news, Bethesda just recently did this with another studio and came, changed it um, to another Bethesda studio. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they work with these these companies and they're making like these 3D games. Mm-hmm. And uh, so when they come to Grand Theft Auto 3, which is the one that like it's shot like what, yeah. yeah what the brothers have wanted to make right that's kind of what made brought it into this 3d world yeah um, so now we got a third person shooter yes which this uh, game got taken away from me as a child because of all the controversy See, i this is one of those things like i don't know when we got it but i remember we got it and i must have been maybe 13 right and my parents didn't care uh, my parents and were how very many upset people have you murdered, Clinton? Zero. <laughs> my parents were very upset there were hookers. I've never even in driven into someone with a car. Right. <laughs> I've never even jumped my car off a ramp or anything. Right, right. <laughs> and the, the funny thing was that, like, we, like, like, as. So this game came out in 2001. I would have been 11. Uh, I didn't give a shit that there were hookers in the game. I just wanted to blow stuff up. <laughs> With the rocket launcher, we were just using. Jeep. Oh, young, uh, young boys! But the I mean, best part about that game was that you could blow people apart. Like their body parts would come apart. Would they? Like you could blow See, their arms off, that. and like 
What did you play on computer? No. Because I think maybe only a computer would do that. Gotcha. No. But the com- I didn't like, know that. You could, like, dismember people. That must have been you some You could shoot weird. their, like, arms Because I off. even just played the game on... You can get this game on mobile now. Mm-hmm. And I just recently played on mobile. And I don't think you can do it on that. Yeah, you could shoot their arms off and stuff. So, like, if someone's holding a gun, you could shoot their arm off and they can't hold the gun anymore. Things yeah, like that. Yeah, not in my version. Yeah, no, it was, it was awesome. I remember like just like rocketing people and their body explodes into like eight pieces and you can just walk <laughs> around and see all the different pieces. You can't even do that in the new one. You can shoot body parts off, I think. No, the, you can't. No, you can't. Well, no, you can't. You, you cannot. No, no, you can't do what that. What was I playing that you could shoot off body parts recently? Dead Space. No. I don't know. The Walking Dead game. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> because <laughs> you can turn that on but yeah so grand theft auto comes out um it's 3d it kind of ushers in a new wave of gaming boom yeah. smash hit overnight everyone loves it simultaneously everyone thinks it's the devil uh <laughs> but uh, but really like uh playstation 3 uh no playstation 2 um yeah was the first to put it on their console, liked the success, obviously, and the uh, the title so much that they paid Rockstar to keep it exclusive for PlayStation, um, which they did for just a little while, and like then never ever something? did that. Mm-hmm. And then never ever did that again, because they're like, no, everybody wants this, why would I limit my market? Well, I think they did um, it with the other ones, too. I think they did it um, up until 4. Really? I'm okay. pretty sure. Or maybe... I might be wrong on... Yeah, because they had an Xbox exclusive on one of them. Yeah, it was for, for like a little bit of time, yeah. I think. But I think maybe San Andreas might have come out for both at once. I remember that being a story. I'll look that up huh. while, you're, while you continue so, talking about Grand Theft Auto 3 and how great it was. Yeah, so really killing it. Um, this is where the first bit of uh, controversy starts happening. Actually, before we get into that, I thought this was fun. Um because you guys, when we're driving around in GTA Five, you're <laughs> both you guys. Oh, dude, just, just, just uh, t- turn the channel. Uh, uh, I can feel it come in the air. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I like I like the radio in Grand Theft Auto. I, that was always one of my favorite parts about it. Yeah, um, and, is, and three was the first one to do that. It was the f- uh, uh, it was the first one to have a real world soundtrack uh, and like a wheel of radio stations that would play your genre of music. Yeah, and the radios are also, it's just really funny and stuff like that. Like, the DJs are funny, but it also just has good music. Like, they pick out, you know, songs that my, I really enjoy. My favorite part, <coughs> sorry, jumping way ahead, but my favorite part of GTA Five is the breaking news segments oh, on the radio. Oh, weasel, weasel news. Yeah. yeah. Weasel news. <laughs> um, Guys, but yeah, that who, was awesome. Who, who, who sings that song? I can feel it coming in the Phil air Collins. Thank you. Oh, God, that was killing me. We can continue. <laughs> okay. Uh, Phil Collins has been thought of, and we are moving on. Uh, so, uh, this really helped. Uh, we talked about PlayStation 2. Um, they were they really won that uh, that uh, go of the, the console the first, wars. The first console wars of Xbox and PlayStation fighting. Yeah. PlayStation came out on top with that one, largely Mm -hmm. due to the Grand Theft Auto exclusive. Yes. Um, And this is where we get to the controversy. Uh, First, Australia refused to rate it, which kind of sounds passive-aggressive, but if a game doesn't have a rating, it's way harder to sell in Mm -hmm. stores. So that uh, that limited, limited it quite a bit in Australia. 
And then we have this I'm wonderful. Clint just accidentally. I just ripped my mic off the mic arm. <laughs> and it like almost fell into his face. It was very sudden and dramatic. We're having a lot of issues over here today. He was really mad about Australia. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry. Well, that bit of unprofessionalism aside, uh, that brings us to Jack Thompson. Jack a, Thompson. He's a, a man out who of hates Florida. children. <laughs> he hates, it sounds like he hates uh, simulated violence, sex, and the gays. Uh, see, when I watched the video, they talked a lot about Jack Thompson and how he always constantly came after um, Grand Theft Auto uh, and Rockstar. Um, but he, where he did you, after, you find that he was a homophobe? Uh, he, well, I'll get to that. Uh, he also came okay. after Madonna for one of her hypersexual music videos. Mm, so this um, guy's just a bummer. This dude is a Bible beater in the in the in the wrong century. Gotcha. And so he really he really uh, cuts his teeth on on cases uh, prosecuting anything that has to do with violence in video games, sex and in music and stuff like that. Um, famously, he said GTA and video games like this are teenagers murder simulators. Ooh. Which I've been playing, I've been killing people in video games all my life, and I've never even thrown a punch. I'm, I'm almost certain I can't do it at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, there's been multiple studies that have shown that violence in video games does not lead to violence in real life. Within, but this poor soul. I'm not going to say that he was a piece of shit. He's a homophobe. <laughs> I got no sympathy for him. But he was he was at the height of his career, or when his career should have been heightened in the '90s, uh, which was just when all the things he hated started becoming mainstream and popular. Um, he pursued murder cases in at least four states, claiming that the accused people, uh, the, uh, the people accused, were motivated by Grand Theft Auto, mainly three. Um, right. I think I've got okay. I've got two stories I like about it. and. Th- uh, we'll start with the first one because it's ridiculous and it's I, like this is okay. 2006, <laughs> Thompson sends a letter to Midway Games, the developer of Mortal, Mortal Kombat, and he demands that they cease and desist selling Armageddon because Mortal Kombat Armageddon, right? Yeah, yeah, yep. Mortal Kombat Armageddon because they could create a fighter, create with a K. Uh, Keep it on brand. You know, you can customize your character. Great. You can put yourself in the game. Customize <laughs> he says, okay. They need to, they need to stop selling this because you can make character that looks like him. <laughs> and and I'm everyone sure people went, did afterwards. Yeah, no kidding. And, and everyone Jack. said that's the point. And right. Midway never responded to the letter. So nice. yeah. Way to go, Midway. Hold your ground. Uh, the better story of the two. Um, he is trying to become assistant state attorney in Miami County, Florida, when Janet Reno is in power there. So he gets turned down for the job. This is 1975. Uh, she, he also comes to her later with a case, um, this radio DJ that's harassing him because he got the radio DJ sued for playing a sexy, uh, sexual dirty parody song. Uh, fucking, he just couldn't take it. 
and he got the Radio DJ sued for like $500,000. A lot of money. Yeah. So Janet Reno goes, no, like you already got this guy enough. I'm not going to go after him again. Uh, so he's, he, she denied him the job. She wouldn't take his case. He's pissed. The next year, he runs for her job. He runs against her. Uh, wants to be the, the state attorney in Miami. Uh, he comes up to her at a party, hands her a letter requesting that she check a box to indicate whether she was homosexual, bisexual, or heterosexual. <laughs> Which is like the worst do you like me yes or no letter someone has ever passed. <laughs> this also, is this is interesting. I'm I'm trying to find more about this guy cuz this is kind of the time that, you know, this is the this late 90s early 2000s was a time when um every like people were going after everything for issues. The video game issue was a big thing. Um, Eminem. That's when he got sued for his lyrics. We're, we oh, got to get yeah. into Janet Reno's response. Oh, uh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. So Jan- Janet Reno gets this gets this letter. Uh, she she puts her hand on his shoulder and says, "I'm only interested in virile men. That's why I'm not attracted to you." Boom. <laughs> Janet Reno from the Burn like, Factory. She looks like. If you don't know who Janet Reno is, she was the U.S. Attorney General under Bill Clinton. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. She looks like your aunt who, like, bakes, like, terrible fruitcakes and is just the like, kindest woman, but... Yeah, Will Ferrell she, played her in an SNL sketch, and he looked a lot like her. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she is She is everyone's Midwestern aunt. Yeah. Yes, yep, yep. she got short uh, hair. Yep. And after that encounter, he filed a replacement. A police report accusing her of battery for touching his shoulder when he when she delivered when she, that response. When she hit him with the low blow. Oh, what That's a fragile great. man! That's Anyways, uh, all the what we do know about news is that no news is bad news, and none of his pot stirring seemed to stick. So everybody heard about the game and went out and bought it, and it continued to do even better and better. Oh, he. Uh, so I'm. I'm. I just need wanted to look a, uh, into Jack Thompson a little bit more because th- he came after, um, Rockstar and video games forever. And uh, it actually he probably because he came after rap music, crazy. So he um he went after oh, yeah. the Two Live Crew, a lot. Um, he went after N.W.A. Uh, all kinds of stuff. He in Madonna. Yep, all the music. So uh, he's kind of started going after rap music, and then Madonna, and he's, then he flipped over. He's like the reason people make jokes about how lawyers are the devil and stuff. Right. Well, yeah. it, it is funny because um, you know, like I said, like this is right before you know, this is right around the time Columbine happened in '99 which changed a lot of how people saw violence and people wanted to blame it on music and they wanted to blame it on video games and everything like that. Um, but he, he left, he stopped bothering the music right before Eminem, which is funny to me because people blame that a lot, but, and went to, well, video you know games why he may have done that. Why is that? Oh, he continued on. Eventually, somewhere down the line, he gets disbarred. He is no long, longer yeah. an lawyer. His, his wiki page says, 
ex-lawyer, now activist. <laughs> it just sounds like you failed, and you yeah. still got you still got really heartfelt opinions. <laughs> you were proven so wrong that you can't even try to <laughs> professional misconduct. Uh, yeah, he was trying. He made claims against people. Uh, he false statements. He was attempting to humiliate, embarrass, and intimidate people. Yeah, he got disbarred because he was, if I'm remembering correctly, because he was talking about cases to news media during trials. That's like a big no-no. And trying to intimidate uh, people that were related to the cases. Yeah, crazy. Well, anyway, who knows? If he was born 15 years later, he might be our president right now. What? (laughs) We lost you for a second. Said if he was born 15 years later, he might be our president right now. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) True. Um, But, yeah, so this guy, just keep in mind that as (coughs) Rockstar moves on and continues to make these games um, that push the boundaries and stuff, he's constantly there um, until he is disbarred in... um, Oh, I just lost the Wikipedia page, but he he gets disbarred after it's. I think it was somewhere around San Andreas because <laughs> of long. because of the Rockstar yeah, uh, court case is why he because gotcha. that's why he was talking about it in the news and a bunch of stuff and trying to intimidate witnesses. And I, I do want to back up really quick before Grand Theft Auto Three. Um, another game that uh, is by Rockstar before Grand Theft Auto Three came out that is huge. Uh, they uh, published Max Payne. Um, so right. that was that was developed by Rockstar Studio or Remedy Entertainment. It was developed later when they redid the remaster in 2012, but published by Rockstar Games. So that was another huge hit that they had. Yeah. So that one, Rock, or Grand Theft Auto Three comes out, and then they see Max Payne right before it releases, and they buy the company yep. that's uh, responsible for Max Payne. So they have two. So Max Payne. So within two months, out. they have two huge games that come out. Yep, J- July twenty third, two thousand one, is when Max Payne comes out, and then San, uh, uh, sorry, Grand Theft Auto three came out in uh, October of two thousand one. So within a couple months, yeah. it's just like boom, boom, double hit. Like these guys are huge now, and from then yeah, on, like and- no one's been able to stop them really. <laughs> Yeah, and I was going to say, like, as far as... That's where their origin story stops. After they made 3 and nailed it, they immediately followed it up with Max Payne. Nailed it. Mm-hmm. They were a triple Well, no, Max Payne was a little bit before. Oh, sorry, sorry. A little but, bit before. Yeah, yeah. Yep. But two smash hits in a row. They had made it, and they really never stepped down. Um, um, the, the, only, the only... I'm looking at this list. Uh, there's, you know, games you've heard of, a couple games you haven't, but after it, the, there was a game that came out called State of Emergency. Um, I do remember being excited for this game because I was excited because this was the developer of Grand Theft Auto 3. Um, and that is really the only one that was ever kind of a flop. Um, it was a video game. It was a beat-em-up video game where you were kind of like gangsters and went around and just kind of beat each other up and that was did really you beat them up yeah but that was really all there was to it so it wasn't great uh, but i mean you know let's let's go down the line so they make they make grand theft auto 3 they make the italian job for the movie <laughs> um and i don't know how you know that 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 fared but then you state of emergency doesn't go out very well Sm- another smugglers run game they published another one of those and then they hit grand theft auto vice city 
and this one was basically it was used the same engine um and it just took place in another era and another time that was what i think that's really what like refreshed it a lot it kind of seems this to be is the, the consensus. first one yeah this is the first one i played it was always it was also fun because it was miami and i it was it was the first time you were out of like a typical city everything was colorful right yeah that i, I remember playing that one a lot did you play yeah. it by city I never did. Oh, uh, for the record, uh, I did look up um, both Vice City and San Andreas were um, on PlayStation 2 first. Really? And okay. Then, yep. Um, it was released. Uh, Vice City was released um, the 29th of October, 2002. And then for um, Xbox, it came out 31st of October, 2003. Gotcha. So, <laughs> yep. Um, so it, it took, a, took a little time. And then San Andreas... Um, it was like six months as opposed to a full year. So they huh. still had that exclusive exclusivity. Um, but yeah, so Vice City just kind of continues their, uh, their run. I mean, I think, I think it's a, it's a, it's a parallel similar to one to two. Two is just a more polished version. Yeah. Did you Vice play City Vice City? To, I don't yeah, oh, yeah. think I ever played Vice City. No, that one is. I, it's tough to go back and play any of them now after playing four and five because they're so polished and these are so just they're yeah. you know they're old. Um, but if you can get past um, you know the graphics being a little different, it is very cool and you can kind of just see like oh they put so much work into these games and at the time it was you know it was huge. Um, then they they do Midnight Club two, Max Payne two. You know they're just putting other sequels and then comes Manhunt. That's see, I've never played Manhunt. Um, I remember this controversy about how violent it was. Was that so? One? It's it's a game about a death row inmate who is saved at the very last sentence, uh, second by a essentially an evil scientist, but somebody within the prison, and then just begins to slaughter waves and waves of of. They're criminals. They're thugs. You're not killing good people. But essentially, it's just a brawler. Right, and you just right. Fight but waves, it was, waves of people. And I was, was watching some of the executions. Is that the one that came out on Wii? Or is that. Or is, is it uh, Manhunt 2 that came out on Wii? Uh, let's find out. Um, I just can't picture this game being <laughs> Wii. Were there uh, motion controls? Did you, like, actually <laughs> slit a neck? Well, this is like this is one of those games that I when I bought my Wii, it was one of the games that I got with it, uh, and no. I don't know if it was Manhunt One or Manhunt Two. Um, this did not Manhunt One did not come out for the Wii. Um, let's see about Manhunt Two game, um, but yeah, I do remember this coming out, and I remember people being like, "Oh, this is like it is this is violent." This um, is hyper violent. One of the one of the things I saw, even with the bad graphics, that made me go, "Oh," was. He holds a dude's. He puts a dude on his knees, holds his hair, tilts his his head to the side, two whacks with a machete at his neck. Yeah. Just whack, whack, and then he just starts sawing. Yeah. I'm like, oh God. Yeah. I remember uh, uh, reading about it in uh, my Game Informer magazine, being like, it was just like, is Rockstar gone too far? No. I don't know if they had you know things like that, but that a game fun comes story. out. Oh, sorry, a fun story about Manhunt, though. Uh, in 2003, when it was released, um, before the big release, they sent they sent copy of games to uh, to reviewers, and along with the game, uh, they sent a barbed wire groat 
which uh, for some reason Clinton knew what it was off the top of his head. Uh, it's, he's a it's a It's a metal chain with little hoops on the end for your hands so you can strangle someone from behind. So if you ever hear jingling metal, that's Clinton behind you, and you should try to <laughs> tense up a little bit. Get your hands up in front of your throat before I uh, throttle you. Because <laughs> he's been playing GTA, and, you know, it makes him violent. Um. And then, uh, so Manhunt comes out. Of course, they get harassed by uh, Mr. Thompson again. By the ratings agencies, yep. by everything. It's yep. banned in, I think it's actually banned in a couple countries, New Zealand. Effectively banned in Australia again. Yeah, it, you know, it's just the same kind of same kind of thing. Rockstar's pushing the envelope. Um, and the envelope just keeps moving. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. this game, this game uh, by the way, not super great uh, dark. ratings all the time some some it, it was mixed reviews it looks it's like. like dark and like you can't really see much what's going on right but you know it, it did make an impact on um how violent and of course they they blamed a uh murder, murder on it yep uh but yep it was banned in new zealand um I think this one, a murder got blamed on it, but it wasn't the murderer that played it. It was the victim that got yep, murdered. They found, yep, they switched that. In Canada, uh, this game got classified as a film because they didn't have uh, adults-only rating for games. So they reclassified it as a movie and made it an adult movie. And they used Really? Yeah, just looking at that. Yeah. Um, only in Ontario, it looks like. So... Yeah, so it was super violent, um, you know, more more of the regular stuff. And then, let's, <clears throat> excuse me, let's move on. Then they do Red Dead Revolver, which also has an interesting story. So, yeah, Red Dead Revolver was being developed by, and we said this earlier, by Angel Studios, who was acquired by Rockstar and turned into Rockstar San Diego. Mm-hmm. So Angel Studios made this game. They'd been working on it for a long time. Uh, for they were making it for Capcom, I believe. Correct. Uh, it was Angel Studios was, mm-hmm. uh, and it wasn't going anywhere. It's kind of floundering. Uh, and then Rockstar comes in after uh, Capcom backs out. They just buy outright buy Angel Studios, turn it into Rockstar San Diego, and then they take over this game, which apparently was a huge mess when mm-hmm. they got a hold of it. But they had been making games with them for a while. Right. So they knew the guys at Angel Studios. They, like, believed in whatever they were making. So, yeah, they went out and bought it. And turns out this game was not what not up to par. Right. And so they come in and just kind of put the whip to everyone to bring it up to snuff. And that's huh. what led to uh, creating our Red Dead. And then they followed up with Red Dead Redemption later. And uh, we have Red Dead Redemption 2 coming out soon. Um, but we'll more on that in a bit. Uh, <coughs> then they put out Grand Theft Auto Advance. I mean, there's all the kinds of Grand Theft Auto stuff happening all the time. Um, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas comes out, and that adds things like the fitness. I remember doing the little mini games where you could, mm-hmm. like, exercise and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And yep. that that um, San Andreas originally was a, um, was a parody of San Francisco. Mm-hmm. But in this one, they changed it to a whole state. And you can go to uh, a San Francisco thing. I think you can go to Los Santos and then like a Yeah, Vegas. there's Los Santos, uh, Los uh, Alamuertos or something. Right, yeah. It's not that, but. Yeah, this. Los, Los Valeros? 
I don't know, but it's uh, yeah. There's a Las Vegas, there's uh, San Diego, and there's L.A. Yes, yeah, so they basically just make um, San Andreas, California. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's deserts and there's mountains and there's and this takes place in the '90s. Um, so uh, Los Santos, San Fierro, which is San Francisco, and Las Venturas. Okay, so it was way which off. was Las Vegas. So <laughs> uh, yeah, so San Andreas becomes California and Nevada. Yeah, <laughs> in a way. Um, but it's huge. That's the other thing is like they always put so much into their maps, and like there's always so much going on. Like I've noticed that when we're playing Grand Theft Auto Five, the southern side part of this map is the city, and there's tons going on. And when you get into the country, there's a little less going on, but there's still like it feels so real, and there's still a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I mm-hmm. really enjoy how it's not just there's like what nine or ten different little towns up the north side of the map. Yeah, and there's all these little yeah there's little towns, there's little strip malls, and they all have this like life. And I really, uh, really, and really appreciate that. But that that started from three. You know, mm-hmm. like there was always a lot going on. And San Andreas was just so huge. Um, so. They move on. They make the Warriors. They make another movie video game. Um, They've been making movies this, through this too. Oh yeah, they so make movies. This is something I learned. Yeah, today. I didn't know this. I learned this today too. But I've seen actually seen this movie. Uh, the football. What is it? Football Factory. Is yeah. It called? Yeah. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's yeah. a movie about football hooligans in England. Mm-hmm. So not widely like distributed, I guess, or widely acclaimed. Right. But I've seen this movie, and I. It's just. I mean, it's rock star kind of things which is violent like movie about football hooligans right so they've been doing all that uh grand theft auto liberty city stories comes out which is like dlc Mm -hmm. for san andreas and this is where controversy finally kind of catches up with them actually with san andreas before the dlc come out they finally get a court case they uh yeah too Um, much for them yeah uh and we talked about this on the podcast before i believe yeah um san andreas the hot coffee incident Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So yeah, so the San Andreas has been out for almost a year on PlayStation. Yes, uh, it releases. It's going to be released on computer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's been out for two days on PC. Yeah, and someone mods the game. Well, they don't even mod it. They just unlock. Uh, they mod the game. Yeah, they yeah, modify true, the true. code of the game. Yeah, <laughs> and they yeah they like I don't know. It said this in the thing like they change one bit of code mm-hmm. and. It unlocks this mini game, this sex mini game, where you can meet up with some lady, mm-hmm. probably your lady friend, and bone it out with her. Yeah, and it's a mini game. It's not just a cutscene yeah. or whatever. And both characters are like wearing clothes. Like if you've ever seen the, yeah. it's not like super graphic. Like because now in like it's, Grand Theft Auto Five, you can get a lap dance and touch the girls, and like they're <laughs> naked basically. And like there's few people are like having sex with clothes on. Are there boobs in The Witcher? Yeah, there's boobs in The Witcher. Oh, yeah. I'm sure the sex scenes in The Witcher are worse than anything in Grand Theft Auto. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah, definitely. For sure. But, Um, you know, the big bad sex is dangerous. Also, probably, like... Blowing people up with chainsaws and crashing motorcycles into people's stuff, that's fine. (laughs) But consensual sex? A penis Get out of here! No way. way. Um, So then, this this was also super interesting... So after San Andreas, after a hot coffee incident, they create Rockstar Games Presents Table Tennis. <laughs> <laughs> and it's exactly what it sounds like. Oh, it's just table tennis. It's literally table tennis. And apparently they 
like nail it. it. <laughs> like they make it is, the best. It is table. the rock star of table tennis games. <laughs> this is it Steven is. Tyler of table tennis. It gets <laughs> good reviews. It has amazing graphics. Like there's no the sounds stuff. of it. The sound engineering is amazing. Yeah, Eurogamer <laughs> gave it a nine out of ten. Like it, <laughs> it like, is the penultimate yeah. table tennis game. Uh, so you know. They rocked it. Didn't even know about that. Then they make bully. But this is... So oh, this sorry. is... The table tennis game had an actual purpose, though. They had just made Rage. Right, which, which is, is the Rockstar Rock Advanced oh, Game Engine. There it is, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Rage stands for Rockstar Advanced Game Engine. They had just created this engine to continue making GTA games and the mm-hmm. like. And it was a tech demo of the Rage Engine. So they made this... Just super awesome table tennis game. Yeah. And it looked good. People loved it. And uh, then they made Bully, um, which is kind of Grand Theft Auto-esque. But you um, you fight bullies on a schoolyard. And, of course, even though it wasn't that bad and the violence wasn't that bad, it was kind of, you were kind of pranking. Like th- it's like Simpsons level stuff. It's like... You can't even, like, you can't even, like, kill people. You just knock them out. No. It, yeah. It is like Bart Simpson level stuff you're using slingshots and spit wads and stuff um of course they get brought after because it has school children and all this kind of stuff like that so this is also post columbine so obviously but yes yep th- this so, was the first time you could be you could be violent and not like gun violent but right. still violent in a school right and we were touchy about that yes yep i mean it was still it was quite a few years later but obviously we're still touchy about that um here uh, and then they said, you know what? If we're going to get in trouble for making games about kids, let's just go all out. And they made Manhunt 2. <laughs> and Manhunt 2, this is what I really remember because I remember being like, oh, man, I remember about Manhunt and how violent it was going to be. And then it was like, oh, Rockstar has gone too far. <laughs> and they made Manhunt 2, and it was so bad it received an adults-only rating, which means wow. that you basically cannot sell it. Um and so Rockstar had to like censor it. I don't know if you guys caught, if you've seen any of the censored stuff, but like when you would kill people, like the screen would go red really quick, so you couldn't see. Oh um, man, I bet yeah. that killed them in development. <laughs> yeah, so they yeah. had to go back and fix it and censor it and change parts and remove whole chunks of it. And, and this was like the that. same thing as Hot Coffee, where yeah, all oh, the stuff was still in the game. Yeah. So as soon as it came out on PC, there was a Modern. patch release. Um, I did want to. I forgot. Let's back up to San Andreas and that and the Hot Coffee thing. They <coughs> actually, um, they everyone they made them change the rating to AO because off Hot Coffee, and right. um, Rockstar actually had to recall the game. Yeah. And then remake the game without Hot Coffee available at all. Yeah, and it cost them like twenty five million dollars, yeah. and just like lost. Yep. So uh, that happened. So this comes out. Those are still in the game. People mod it with all the violence left, but they do not make them change it back to AO because they said in order when to they turn were, it around. Yeah. Yeah. When they were changing it to lower the rating, they told the ESRB like, "Hey, all of this is still in here, right. and people will find it, and it will come out as soon as we release it." Right. So they were like, "Okay, yeah, that's on them if they're going to go out and find this thing to right make it more violent." Then, uh, so that happened with Manhunt 2, um, and then they re-released Bully again with the Scholarship Edition, has all the DLC and stuff. 
Then Grand Theft Auto 4 comes, the first Grand Theft Auto in quite a while, and it uses Rage. And have you played Ford, Clinton? Uh, that's Nico. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great one. That's one of my favorite ones. That was that was the first one I really played end to end. Yep. And at this point, you know, people know Grand Theft Auto is Grand Theft Auto. There's not a whole bunch of controversy anymore. Yeah. It comes out. It's a great game. Uh, sells awesome. Yeah. Um, then they throw out a couple more Midnight Clubs. They throw out some DLC for Grand Theft Auto 4, which is widely well received. Um, you know, Battle of Gay Tony is really popular, and Gay Tony is actually in Grand Theft Auto 5. Then they make Red Dead Redemption. Uh, kill it. They p- kill it. Um, they make DLC for that. They make L.A. Noir, which was, um, which has been made, you know, and remade again. And that had a lot of that was such an interesting change for them because it was like murder mystery and stuff. But like, it, like they had, you know, the motion capture and stuff. They've always had awesome voice acting, like from Grand Theft Auto Three. Like people have been in this game that, you know, you're like, oh, they do voice acting for games like Samuel Jackson. Mm-hmm. was in uh, Vice City. Mm-hmm. And, like, they have all this kind of stuff. And L.A. Noir, I think, it was... I, I don't think there's another game really like it. I've never played it. I've played a, a bit of it, and uh, Courtney played it. I'm and try- yeah, I'm trying to... I'm trying to think of something comparable. Yeah. I really didn't like it, um, but... But it is more slower-paced. Yeah, I'm not saying it was a bad game. It just yeah. wasn't for me. Yeah. Um it- Heavy it story. told a great story. I almost liked watching it more yeah. than I liked playing it. Because yeah. as the player, I'm like, I don't want to find all this shit. But if you can tell me a story, cool. Yeah, and that's why I said I played it a little bit. And then I just kind of watched Courtney play it so much. Because the people would make like facial expressions. And you'd be like, oh, they're lying. But like I remember <laughs> well, just know. being like, Courtney, they're lying. They're lying. She'd be like, no, they're not. I'd be like, I don't know. He looks like he's I lying. I don't know. <laughs> this is one of the first instances I can think of a video game character um, and this has been happening more and more. Um, they're they're modeling. They're um, in the game. They look a lot like the person who's actually voicing them. Right. And the guy who vo- voices I forget his name. He's one of the. He's in the first couple seasons of Mad Men. He's one of the younger guys. Yep. Starts at the country, at the company. And uh, I think he was Allison Breeze, boyfriend. God, what's his name? I don't know. Never was a Mad Men fan. But that, I don't know, but he looks exactly like him. That comes out. Great reviews. People like it. Max Payne 3 comes out. And then Grand Theft Auto 5. And nothing since. Nothing since. But Grand Theft Auto 5, <laughs> why would they need, like, online has been doing so well. Yeah. Uh, but So this is from April of, hang on, just one second. Let me pull this up real quick. Um, just a little bit about Grand Theft Auto 5. Um, this is from April of... Why can't I get the date anymore? Uh, I think it's 2000. Oh, here it is. This is April 9th, 2018 from gamesindustry.biz. A market watch offered, uh, had a report that Grand Theft Auto V is not the most, only the most popular video game of all time. It's the most profitable entertainment product of all time. It's not true. It's not true? No, I looked it up. Really? What's yeah. it, what is it now? Harry Potter has way more. Harry it, Potter has like 11 billion or something. As it's, as a full... As an entertainment product, Harry Potter has more than Grand Theft Auto. As a full series, though? Yeah. No, this is just Grand Theft Auto 1, the singular thing. Yeah. So this is Grand Theft Auto 5. This is like, that's like comparing. I don't know. There was a bunch of things that had more 
So maybe, maybe not. I think I they're know. taking just five. Like they okay. were saying, like putting one Harry Potter book against it. Okay. Um, as opposed, because otherwise it would be a series. Yeah. This is talking one singular edition of anything. Maybe. So I think it's like taking one book against one game because Grand Theft Auto Five only. Uh, so this is April of this year. I had ninety million. Excuse me, ninety million sales and six billion dollars in revenue, which means nothing comes close. Um, so. Uh, it outdoes does movies, got Star Wars and Gone with the Wind four billion, uh, which is adjusted for um, inflation. And then, a highest grossing film of all time was two point eight billion. That was uh, Avatar, James Cameron, and his Avatar, which is coming out with five more of those. Um, huh. They don't do they have books on here? They don't talk about books on here. I don't know. Yeah, you can you can check it out. But yeah, right now, uh, um, you have to. So it's it's crazy. It it wrecks video, any other video game, which is wild. Um, but yeah, so that's that's kind of see. That's what about World of Warcraft? Ooh, I don't know. Let's see how much money has World of Warcraft made. Because that's fifteen dollars every month, like for life. <laughs> Those guys, I mean, that's a really loyal video game, too, I feel like. Um, let's see. Yeah, that's, let's see. that. Because that's they had, what, 12 million people playing see, at I, the we, peak? Like. Yeah, okay. We're, here's, we're going we're gonna to table this right now. We're going fi- to figure it out next week how exactly they do that. Because we'll, maybe they're we'll just talking you know. one thing because World of Warcraft says they've made $8.5 billion mm-hmm. as opposed to... Um, Who's Who says this? I mean, that's not a Blizzard... A thing because I don't think Blizzard's ever released no. numbers that they've made. I'm hearing 8.5. I'm hearing nearly 10 billion from a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It's an interesting, interesting thing, but I don't think that it's true. It, you just got to see. It depends on how exactly because you know there's no DLC for Grand Theft Auto, right? There's just online and like added content. So, like, are there's they talking sh- about like shark cards? And right. Stuff, so, are they talking about World of Warcraft? Are they not counting it? Because of all the different like expansions, like I don't know, we're gonna table it and we're gonna figure it out. <laughs> we'll talk about it next. But it's made a buttload of money. It's one of the best-selling video games of all time. Um, and that might just be straight off the thing. Uh, but yeah, so their next game that's coming out is Red Dead Redemption Two. That comes out October twenty-six, two thousand eighteen, and I think all of us are gonna be playing that. Oh yeah, dude, we're gonna be robbing trains together, going bareback. I regret that last one. Um, <laughs> How long have you been sitting on that joke? <laughs> yeah. Oh, actually, not not. Oh, I was gonna follow it up with not long because it's because I forgot my saddle. Uh, what? Never mind. Because I said back, sitting you know, on that joke. Sit on that and joke. Stamina mm. and stamina. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, oh. So yeah, we've got a little long. We do have uh, a comment a listener question uh and if you have one you know check us out on facebook twitter uh you can put it in the comments on itunes or email us at gamegoosepodcast at gmail.com anthony has a question for us uh what two games would you combine to make the ultimate game wait this is anthony m right this is our buddy anthony m dude we need to give him his own jingle (laughs) anthony m time um, can you can you call him and tell him to send you a voice memo that's just him going hi guys <laughs> and we'll play it. Uh, <laughs> let's see the two. I I can pick any two games. And I you, forgot to think about this. You're gonna mash you them together. To. Yeah, you're gonna mash. Well, them together. you know, 
I think I would take Oblivion mm-hmm. and then Skyrim, and I would make the next one. <laughs> I make think the that's next Elder Scrolls. <laughs> no, right. uh, hit me last. Hit me last. Okay, okay, Clinton, you got one. No, I don't. You got one. Uh, I kind of had like a weird like I don't know because I I was like oh I read it on the this today I was thinking about it more and I was like. All right, what two genres are I like? And I try to think of like some of my favorite games and just put them together. Either makes a game that already exists, uh, or like just kind of wouldn't work. But I, I did think it'd be fun to make like um, I really enjoy Stardew Valley and I like like harvesting and things like that. And I really enjoy Fallout and I thought it would be fun because uh, Fallout kind of has those little building things. I think it'd be cool to have like a post-apocalyptic farming game. Yeah, uh, where you're trying to keep <laughs> everybody alive. And uh, you're trying to deal, you know, like, I guess it's kind of like, I guess Fallout Shelter is like a really light version of what that could be. Um, but I think that it would be cool to have something like that where you maybe have like a post-apocalyptic world that you're trying to rebuild, but it's like a farming simulator. Hmm, interesting. What would, you, what would you call it? Spoiler alert. I got it. What would you call it? No, you first. Oh, <laughs> um. I used, when you said I got it, I thought you had one. Oh, I have to think about that. What would I call I it? Mean, Plants vs. Zombies? Mean, <laughs> Plants vs. <versus> Zombies. <laughs> okay, never mind. Clinton, Clinton's got it. Never mind. <laughs> Clinton's got it. Plants vs. Zombies. It's pretty funny. Uh, I would call it Regrowth. Regrowth? Mm-hmm. I'd call it Dead Ho. Dead Ho? Oh. Cause, cause We're done talking about Grand Theft Auto. Exactly. <laughs> uh... <clears throat> My, I don't know. See, that's a, it's a good question. Uh, I think the game that would get me the most excited is if we took Pokemon mm-hmm. and mixed it with like Skyrim. Okay, so it's just like a 3D Pokemon kind of. Uh, yeah, it's deal. Pokemon. Yeah, but like kind of the Pokemon thing, but right. with like the the openness of Skyrim, and you don't fight or battle, just your Pokemon do. That'd be cool. Mm. Hope. Well, maybe you know they're talking about the next. Pokemon being on Switch, maybe it'll be a little. I doubt it. More like that. I uh, don't think they'll ever move away from the top down, the linear kind of storyline. Yeah, we'll see. Who knows? <coughs> it would be cool. I don't know. Everyone screams out, "Make this game! Make this game!" and they never do. So yeah, they kind of sit on it. They always sit on it for a while, but yeah. then they always come up with something people like. I remember when no, know, everyone likes Pokemon. Like, yeah, when when Zelda was shown uh, Breath of the Wild, people were calling it uh, before it had an official name. People were calling it. Uh, like Zelda Skyrim, weren't they? Or I don't know. I can't remember what people were, people were referencing. Legend of Skyrim. Yeah, or something. Yeah, they were referencing, you know, the Elder Scroll because it just looked so much like it. Yeah, in a way, it drew a lot of things from it. I think. Oh yeah, definitely. But I mean, and you know, that drew a lot from Elder Scrolls. Drew a lot from Zelda too. So, um, Neil, did you think of two games you'd put together? I think I would find a way to bring in. Uh, I miss a good loot game. So I, you know, I wanna, I want the Borderlands, Diablo. Um, yeah, it's been a while since a good one. Of those I want, come out. I want mm. Borderlands meets Diablo. Um, so I want a first-person ability loot-based game with swords. Oh, okay, that'd be cool. Or yeah, at least like medieval weapons. Right, because Borderlands is all guns, guns, guns. Mm-hmm. That's all guns. That would be pretty cool. I, I could see that being popular. Yeah, I think that's where I'm gonna. That's where I'm gonna land. All right. Well, there you go, Anthony. Those are the games that we just created, and I'd play it. I'd play all of them. 
<laughs> I wouldn't play yours. You wouldn't play Regrowth? No. Mine even has a name. It's in development <laughs> now. <laughs> I'm not playing Plants for Zombies. <laughs> well, Plants for Zombies is not a simulator. It's a like I don't it's know. It's a turret it? game. Yeah, it's like it's tower, tower defense. defense. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Unless you're playing the modern what is it, Garden Warfare. <laughs> what? Um, uh, Plants yeah. vs. Zombies Garden Warfare. You never played it? Uh-uh. Oh, it's a shooter in the Plants vs. Zombies world. <laughs> I didn't know this. I think it's on Game Pass. We can check it out. <laughs> all right. So that's all the games that we would make if we could smash games together. Uh, yeah, I like that question. That was, that was, cool. that was good, Anthony Thanks, M. Good on you. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, that is the show this week. Uh, we were a little long, but I hope you guys learned a lot about Rockstar. And we've done a couple different, uh, before we go, just want to say, we have done a couple different formats. You know, we've talked, we've done our lists. We've talked, you know. More theory-based. Theory, uh, you know, our theories on games and what we like and dislike. And now we've, we've done gone and done, like, a little history thing. We've done a couple history things with speedrunning. Uh, so let us know, like, hey, which one did you like? Which ones didn't you like? Hopefully you enjoyed all of them. Yeah. Well, which, which ones, ones do you like yeah. the more, most? We would just like to see more of, less of. Uh, hit us up, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, subscribe, comment, email, gamegoosepodcast at gmail.com. And once again, if you want to see uh, fun little videos and uh, GIFs of us playing Grand Theft Auto, uh, those are all on the Twitter. So and, go check that out. And if you want to see our live show, get a ladder, go to Dan's house. He lives at... <laughs> My house. Clinton's house. <laughs> oh, Clinton's house. You're right. And you yeah. will need a ladder. Yes, you will need a ladder. <laughs> uh, yeah, our live shows will be coming to you... Uh, when you start paying us. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's it for today. Any last words, friends? Uh, yes. So I called um, uh, tabletop tennis, whatever, table tennis, the penultimate table tennis game. Mm-hmm. And none of you asked what the ultimate tennis game was. Oh, Ooh, man. What is it? Table is- tennis, yeah. It's obviously we play table tennis. Oh, okay. How could we be oh, Remember, so guys, naive. what's good? <laughs> Remember, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Neil, hey, we're all just trying to be rock stars out there, so you do you in your your own special way. As long as you're not killing anybody or hurting anybody, or we all just want to be big <laughs> rock stars. Good, <laughs> goodbye.